1: Kristen and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano.
0: Today is Wednesday, June 29th. Good morning, Kathy.
2: Good morning. In the news this morning, a Philadelphia man is in the ICU after he was brutally beaten by a group of teenagers in the city's Spring Garden section, according to police. The 53-year-old victim, identified only as Benjamin, was walking towards the 1600 block of Mount Vernon Street just before 8:30 p.m. on Friday when he was attacked by two boys and two girls ranging in ages from 15 to 17 years old. Lying unconscious on the ground, police said the teens went through his pockets and snatched his car and house keys along with his credit cards. They easily could have killed him, the victim's wife, Michelle Ferreira, said. She said the assault was so severe that his brain was bleeding and part of his skull had to be removed. Oh, my God. Awful, right? The wow. victim is also facing memory loss and will have to go through speech therapy. Uh, Ferreira says her four-year-old son is now trying to comprehend what happened to his dad. Their mm. bond is going to have to be reimagined because they can't do basic father-son stuff. Um, she said that, like, he'll try to say something, he'll try to speak, and he's trying to get the words out, and he just can't. And then she said you'll see him, like, wipe a tear away from his eye because oh, he's so God. frustrated. Wow. Terrible.
0: Yeah. These, you know, beatings, you, you don't, uh, some people don't consider that you can either kill or do permanent damage to somebody uh-huh. like that.
3: God. we the, the video of him he's just absolutely he's been just thumped, and you can tell that he's having difficulties.
2: Awful. Police said credit card charges at a nearby hotel on Benjamin's card helped find the teens. The Philadelphia District Attorney's Office said uh, this is still an active investigation, but four juvenile defendants are in custody and are charged with robbery, aggravated assault, conspiracy, simple assault, unauthorized use of property, and related offenses. There are no weapons charges, as it does not appear that any uh, any weapons were used, according to the District Attorney's Office. According to a law enforcement source, the two men teens who engaged in the unprovoked assault are also facing attempted murder charges. A building owner has been charged with allegedly setting a fire that led to the death of a Philadelphia firefighter. 28-year-old Al Ashraf Khalil is charged with maliciously damaging a building by means of fire and aiding and abetting. Investigators say Khalil owned the three-story commercial building that went up in flames and collapsed on June 18th on West Indiana Avenue. He was captured in surveillance, Im- surveillance images going in and out of the building minutes before it caught fire, according to a criminal complaint, and smoke was seen coming from the location a short time later. The fire was started in the kitchen area of the first floor of the business. Investigators say that Khalil fled the country after he was questioned by investigators. Images released by court uh, documents include one allegedly showing him at the scene. Now, he was wearing a distinctive striped sweatpants and bl- with a, had a uh, sorry, a striped sweatpants and then a black and white um, slide shoe, which uh, he was wearing when he came back to the scene. They Said. Khalil allegedly told investigators at the scene that he had been at his Philadelphia home when he received a call from a tenant in the apartments he leased above a pizza shop. But officials say they determined he actually took the call a few blocks from the scene. On June 21st, uh, Khalil booked a one way flight from JFK International Airport to Jordan with a layover in Dubai, despite allegedly telling investigators that he had no travel plans. On June 22nd, a judge approved an arrest warrant for him. Uh, he was refused entry into Jordan and detained before being sent back to the United States. He was taken taken into custody at John F. Kennedy International Airport in New York on June 24th. He was arrested in designated handcuffs with the initials and badge number of firefighter Sean Williamson, who was killed in the collapse. An attorney for Khalil issued a statement early Wednesday uh, saying that he had no role in starting the fire of of his property and is in awe of the uh, courage of the firemen involved, and especially the sacrifice of Lieutenant Sean Williamson. He gives his condolences to the lieutenant and his family during this difficult time. He has and will continue assisting fully in the ongoing investigation. Investigators are looking for a second suspect seen in the video. However, authorities declined to comment on whether uh, or on that person's identity. Developers and Philadelphia officials unveiled the next chapter of the Navy Yard Tuesday which they say is poised to expand the city. It's going to bring a 6 billion dollars worth of investment to the city, approximately 12,000 like 12, yeah. new jobs and it's going to bring the He's first city
3: planner by the way.
2: The first residential community since the base closed said a PIDC vice president Kate McNamara who was responsible for planning, design, construction, infrastructure, transportation, facilities operation and real estate development at Please. Philadelphia at the philadelphia navy yard Uh, the plan outlines the creation of 3900 apartments including affordable housing new restaurants hotels and entertainment at the waterfront oh
3: wow yeah Okay. It's, be, it's a
2: big project.
3: There's, a, there's already, like, you, you forget over there um, that there's um, some really g- good restaurants and other things oh, to yeah. visit that are over there. And it just sometimes is off my mental map. It is. It's
0: prime for this. Yeah. Uh, with with that, the, the waterfront area there, they could make that really something else. Oh, my God, um, yeah. I, I had no idea. I just saw a blurb on this, Kathy. So... What do they do? Does that mean that the uh, uh, the navy ships are going out of there? Or? I don't know. They
2: didn't say anything. I, I
0: can I, we get one?
2: <laughs> I don't think so. I yeah. would I would imagine that will stay. I mean, that's a major um, part of that, um, and it's you know it makes it so beautiful back there. But it is a great space for all this. I'm not exactly sure what you know what they'll do with that. But so long term sure.
3: plans? Yeah. I mean, a lot of that stuff they they're they're going to just have to you know use for. Uh, get ready for scrap, right? I mean, they, they,
4: That's what it's forward, how long have they been there? Yeah, yeah. most of it is mothballed anyway. Kath, yeah. is, is it going to be residences as well? Yeah. Okay.
2: Yep, yeah. The goal is to make the Navy Yard more of an attraction, and the plan includes adding more public transportation like bus transit, bike lanes, and pedestrian-only streets.
0: They'll need to... Open it up as far as your access to be able to get oh, in, yes, and now it's the same thing. The one point to go through. Well, is guard, yeah, guard, yeah, yeah. But, but I mean, with the guardhouse and all that stuff, and it's just it's a little inconvenient. You
4: Especially if like yeah.
2: they're putting residents back there, if it, yeah. you know apartment buildings, they're going to have to open that up. The, yeah.
4: the Broad Street line ends at the stadiums, you know, so they, they would probably have to extend that um, right. a little bit further south if they could. Yeah.
2: Developers emphasize the Navy Yard Skills Initiative will provide training for un, uh, unemployed and underprivileged Philadelphians so they can work. From the companies at the Navy Yard. Cool developers say they expect to break ground on residential units before the end of the year. This might
3: be the site for Preston and Steve World. Wow. <laughs> yeah. thought about for a long time. SW
0: our, our answer to Dolly were, uh, Dollywood. Now, yeah. is
2: it like an amusement park or a museum?
0: It's oh, a both a amusement park, yeah, yeah. and yeah. yes, of park. course, uh, the Kathy Romano Museum. We'll be, be in inside of the park. Absolutely. Inside of the, yes. right, the music yeah. park. Okay. Well, let's think about the different rides That'd be be awesome. Awesome. <laughs> that we can have. at Ewe. Steve World.
2: Ew, That's
0: Kathy's. But, um, right. yeah, we'd have to have be uh, tremendous with Gadzooks. Well, there's
4: got to be a, we guess what I get to do, ride. Yeah. Oh, yeah, totally. most definitely. Yeah, yeah. You, know, you have to yell that every time yeah. you get on. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I love it.
2: Uh, but they're breaking ground before the end of the year, so that's uh, sooner than I thought it was. Well, that's be, really so, cool, yeah. yeah. be very interesting to see what goes up.
0: The Gadzookatron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just trying to think of uh, different ride names. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No,
2: that's okay. Right. We'll do sports while you keep thinking. All right. <laughs> The Phillies lost the Atlanta Braves 5-3 last night the at the f- ballpark. Matt Olsen homered twice to lead the Braves to the win. The, f- is that? the series continues tonight. Ranger Suarez will get the start for the Phillies. First pitch is set for seven oh five. Before the game, the team announced that Bryce Harper will have to have surgery on his broken the f- thumb. Is that? <laughs> uh, he is hoping to be back before September, and if he heals properly, could be available to play at some point in August. What the, f- is this? the Sixers have exercised Shake Milton's club option for the upcoming season, costing the team approximately $2 million. The 25-year-old shooting guard is better than most players at that salary, which is around the league minimum for someone with his experience. In his fourth NBA season, Milton averaged 8.2 points, 2.6 rebounds, and 2.5 assists. And the Union are on the road tonight with the game in Chicago against the Fire. The Union are in first place in the Eastern Conference with 29 points, while the Fire are in last place with only 14 points. The match at Soldier Field, starts at 8 o'clock. And that's what I have for you this morning. All
0: right, thank you very much, Kathy. Already getting some suggestions on the different rides. <laughs> I like this, the Silver Pony Carousel. Yeah, I love oh, that. In, totally. in honor of Bill. Oh, Bill All the ponies. Yeah, and then there's got to be sec- different sections. There's got to be a Buxco and Delco section. Right, or, right. or like, um, no, it'd be uh, like a, uh, uh, racing uh, roller coasters, the oh, exact yeah, same yeah, track. Yeah. Oh, I love that. There yeah. was a, there was one in uh, oh, I forgot where it was. Uh, uh, anyhow, where they had, called the racer, and they were two exact roller yeah, coasters yeah. next to each other, and you try to win. Is there one at Delco versus Bucksco? Is there one at
3: Hershey that's like that?
0: No, no. there's not. But yeah. there's uh, there is man, where was it? Kings Island, I think, is where that was.
3: Yeah, they're, they're, they run parallel. Yeah, called it's the racers. racers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: But no, uh, they don't have that at uh, at Hershey Park, I don't think. Uh, but uh, I love it. Yeah, yeah. That sounds fun. So many possibilities oh, I here. Love you, nice. We've got to make now. Finally, we figured out how to expand the brand. And go to an amusement park. Absolutely. What could go wrong?
2: We need to talk to that McNamara lady and make sure she has this on her plans.
0: Yes. All right. So we do have a lot of things to get to today. And we're excited about uh, working our way through the work week and the guests that we have on the program. Uh, First of all, we'll go live on Fox Good Day today. And also, as is with Wednesdays, we have a secret text word. And we have a chance for you to win a family four-pack of tickets to the 2022 Philly Balloon and Music Festival. What I was actually going to—I had a city beat all set to go—and this is one of the things I was going to mention ah. in there, so I can still do that. Yeah, I have yeah. some of the details, uh, but this is coming up in Chester County, and it is taking place uh, this weekend, and it's pretty cool. We actually we drove by at one time, not knowing it was going on. We're like, oh my god! Yeah, all these hot air balloons really? in the sky. Yeah, it's pretty ah. amazing. So, uh, we'll give you a chance to win that text word: secret of three nine three three three. We'll get a couple of winners later on as the program goes on. Uh, other guests, we're going to go live on Fox today. We have uh, Jack Osborne joining us, and he is talking about uh, Fight Club. Fright. Fright Club. Fright Club. I'm like, wait a minute. Yes. Okay. He just saw it, and he wants to talk about it. Fright Club. We <laughs> talked about him last time. Yeah. yeah. You guys <laughs> like, have you I, seen this movie from 20 years ago? I thought it was very
5: good. I know the first rule of Fight Club is to not talk about yeah, it, but right.
3: I got to talk it, about it. But I felt it. enough time had passed.
5: <laughs>
0: that we could talk about it. Yeah. Uh, and also, we have a legendary vocalist John Anderson of the band Yes, and he is going to be performing at the Keswick Theater, uh, and that is coming up on the twentieth of July.
3: Uh, I know you and I are Yes fans, yeah. hardcore
0: forever. Yep. So uh, it's so cool to have him on the show. And was watching some video <clears throat> of this tour. It's, a, it's he's going to be playing Yes music, um, and his voice is still still good. Spot- yeah on. It sounds like the record. He and is amazing.
3: He just saw the original Gremlins, and he would like to talk about oh, that about record. that, too. Okay, <laughs> I we, it was
0: marvelous. We got a lot of older movies to talk about this morning with uh, British entertainment. Yeah, so, uh, we'll do that, but uh, John Anderson's going to join us around 940, which should be pretty damn cool. So we have a bunch to get to today. We'll go ahead and take a break, come back with the entertainment report, the stupid question, and so forth. So stay with us. The sun is up, and we're feeling good on this Wednesday morning love mmr
6: buy some gear check out the rock shop at wmmr.com it's fancy no it's it's not fancy well it's finally time to start firing up the grill from city to shore acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season
4: download the acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want open the acme app flip your deals then order your items online An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: All right, let's give something away. We have a $50 Dave & Buster's gift card to give to the person who can answer this question Correctly, three U.S. states have names that are only four letters long. Mm-hmm. Name them: two one five two six three WMMR. There are three U.S. states that have uh, names that are only four letters long. Let's see if you know all three of those: two one five two six three WMMR. We'll go through some birthdays today. Six thirty-five a.m. Nick always pulls up uh, in front of me on this monitor here. Uh, IMDb, and it lists uh, birthdays at the bottom. And I was just scrolling through, and I actually kind of gasped a little bit. Because a picture of Gary Busey popped up, <laughs> yeah. and sometimes his face yeah. just yeah. makes me go, Huh. It
4: was
0: <laughs> it was Jake's Busey's
7: yeah birthday a...
0: the
4: other day, and Jake uh, is relatively normal looking. Uh, Gary yes. has not aged well.
0: No, when she farts.
4: It's oh, gonna smell like southern fried chicken.
0: Uh, he's seventy-eight <laughs> years old today. By the uh, way, I haven't really seen or heard much of him as of late. So but you, he had a,
3: a show, and he was the judge. For basically the people's court, but with pets. Yeah,
0: I didn't see any of that. How uh, was that? I saw
3: about a minute of it. Yeah. It was riveting, uh-huh. and I don't need to see any more. Okay. Uh, but, um, you know, it's, but they have been showing a lot is the Buddy Holly story. They have? Yeah. Really? yeah. Okay. So uh, that, for some reason, that's all over the place. It's a fun movie. I, I it, it sort of tainted knowing Paul McCartney hates it, you know, and that's the rumor. But, but uh, They just took a lot of liberties yeah. with it. I
0: um, mean, that whole space thing was not part of the original <laughs> story. <laughs> Uh, but he's had some great movies through his career. Yeah, you know, man. Uh, Lethal Weapon. He was he was awesome in that. He was excellent. Yeah. He's uh, seventy eight today. Maria Conchita Alonso. Oh my god, I love her. I there was a time where I thought she was one of the sexiest women in the world. Probably yeah, around yeah. Running Man time. Yep. Uh, but she is uh, celebrating her sixty fifth birthday. She's uh, Cuban born. Was she, uh, and a Venezuelan singer and actress. Was she also in uh, Moscow on the Hudson with Love uh, yes, and Williams? She was. She's a love interest, right? Yep, yep. So she's 65 years old today. Uh, Steve, it's always a, a, a wonderful day when there's a cast member of the Love Boat celebrating. Oh, my God. Uh, it's Fred Grandy's birthday oh yeah. today. Gopher. Gopher. Did they ever explain where that nickname came from? You know, on uh, that show. You think
3: with as much as I've seen of that show, that, that I would remember if they. I don't think they did.
5: Maybe they never did. Yeah, you know, I I think was he the little... guy who went and got things? Like, hey, go for this.
0: Go for it. Yeah. Could yeah. be A-B. it. That could.
3: That could absolutely be it.
0: Because he was the purser, which right. they, they handled your your valuables and things like that. Everybody's job on
3: that ship was to have sex <laughs> with yeah. the other people coming on board. And and funny for a guy who is not who's very mousy looking mm-hmm. they had him
0: nailing everything right and left sure he is 74 today uh one of our favorite guests uh, to have in here at least mine uh richard lewis yeah uh, i just i love the guy Uh, He is 75 years old today. It's
3: a little troubling because I saw a picture of him very
0: recently, and he looks very wizened is the word that comes to mind. He has been frail for a while. And uh, and he doesn't look good. He just doesn't look like he keeps much weight on at all. He was always kind of thin, but yeah, he he looks pretty kind of hunched over. Yeah, and the text he posted was sort of... um, I I don't know, like, you
3: know, very philosophical,
4: not classically Richard Lewis. Hmm. I might be mistaken, but I don't think he was on the last last season of Curb at all. He wasn't. And so that's never a good
0: sign. Yeah. Because he and Larry are still really, really close, and he shows up all the time on that show as himself. All right. Well, he turned 75 years old today. Another one of our fa- favorite in studio guests, Mister Colin Hay. Uh oh, he's awesome. Has his birthday today. Uh, Minute Work lead singer and uh, solo artist as well. He comes through Philly whenever he's uh, hitting the road. He usually plays the Keswick Theater. Isn't he part of that troika in the video? It's Rick uh,
3: Springfield and yeah. he, and they cover a Beatles song. I sent the video to and, you. Um,
0: I don't know. Uh,
4: Daryl Hall, I think is. Uh, I think those three are touring. Steve, are they? Uh, I'm going to see if I can find that. Yeah,
3: because they, they covered a couple of Beatles songs. Person, I sent the video. Awesome.
4: Um, um, why do I have Men at Work
3: French Fries?
5: Does that uh, <laughs> ring a bell to you guys no, at all? Let's, let's hear it. Play the clip. Let's find
0: okay. out what it is. Yeah. Okay. okay.
8: There are several sacred things in this world that
0: you oh, do okay. It's the movie Men uh, at Work okay. 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 <laughs> with Emilio Estevez right. and Charlie Sheen. <laughs> That's a
3: great scene. On. A mess with.
0: One of them happens to be
1: another man's fries. Now you remember that and you will live a long and healthy life. <laughs>
0: The guy, yeah, yeah. He takes a french fry from the guy's plate and he just grabs his arm and he goes, one of the sacred things in life is a man's fries. As far as junk food that.
4: movies go, that's a pretty good one.
0: Uh, well, Colin Hay is a great singer. Uh, super nice guy. He turns uh, 69 years it's, old. It's uh, John Wade and Rick Springfield. So I got one of the three. Right? All right. John Wade. Yes. Good job. And Rick Springfield. All yeah. right. So they're touring, all three of them together? Yeah. They're going
4: to be in the AC at the Borgata uh, in August, August 19th. Oh, yeah, it's a good what, show.
0: Any idea what day of the week that is, mm. and if we can get them in? Because Jackie Bam Bam is really good friends with John Wade. Yeah. John's been by our show a, number whole, times. a whole bunch of times. I would love to get uh well all three of them. It's a Friday, good, right? so yeah, that's oh, doable. Do it! Let's see if we we'll zo- get on. do it.
9: Do it, do do it now. now. All
0: right. I'm
8: here. Come to my show.
0: Uh I'm throwing a drummer <laughs> in, because uh, you know where my heart lies as far as music goes. And uh his name is Ian Pace. He played with Deep Purple. Great drummer. He also played with the James gang and a bunch of stuff. He is he's guy had some fast hands. Has fast hands, I should say. Uh he is celebrating his seventy fourth birthday today, so happy birthday to Mr. Ian Pace. Uh oh there you go. Yeah. Great song. Great Funk forty nine? Yeah. Great tune. Uh, so happy birthday to Ian Pace, who is 74. We also have celebrating birthday today, Colin Jost of Saturday Night Live. It is a big one for him. He turns 40 years old today. Mr. Scarlett Johansson. Yeah, so I'm sure they're doing something
3: special. Yeah, probably going out to, uh, what, Outback Steakhouse? Yeah. Applebee's. The
5: Applebee's, or, something, know, something like probably that. Probably not. Feeling um, good in the neighborhood? No, he was <laughs> listening to the show. He heard about Texas Roadhouse from Presbyterian. Oh, there you uh, go. Big Texas Roadhouse
0: fan. Take those over the other two any day. <laughs> Uh, so he's 40. And then last birthday, uh, Steve from the cast of Riverdale, Camilla Mendez. Oh. Plays Veronica. She's sensational. She's beautiful. She,
3: I think she's, uh, she's working on a, a number of different projects. So uh, the show is wrapping up,
0: but I don't think she will be. Uh, she's 28 today. That's another one of those super duper hot casts. Yeah. Like, whole cast. if, if you want to feel
3: horrible about yourself, watch yeah. Riverdale.
0: Uh, So happy birthday, all celebrating birthdays today. We're looking for three U.S. states that have names that are only four letters long. Let's see if you know all three of them. And our first caller in this morning, I believe, yes, it is uh, Melissa. So let's go to her. Hi, Melissa. Good morning. Hi.
10: Good morning,
0: guys. All right, Melissa, we're putting you on the spot. Three states that have names that are only four letters long. What are they?
11: Utah,
10: Ohio, and
0: Iowa. You are correct. One moment, Melissa.
10: I'm
0: going to give you a $50 Dave & Buster's gift card. Summer's better in the greatest indoors at Dave & Buster's, uh, where you can play 10 new games like Wicked Tuna, Dodgeball, and Top Gun Maverick Virtual Reality. Plus, enjoy seven new chef craft menu items like spicy taco burger and spiked black cherry limeade. You can visit one of their two Philadelphia locations. All right, I got stories for you. Then let it rip. It's what we do. Uh, Travis Barker has been hospitalized following an undisclosed medical issue. Uh, His wife, Courtney, was with him as he was transported to Cedars-Sinai Medical Center in Los Angeles yesterday. Uh, He was first at West Hills Hospital for an unknown health issue and was later transported to Cedars-Sinai for additional care. Uh, Yesterday, the musician had tweeted out, God save me, Yeah, though it's currently unclear to what he is referring. Later, his daughter, Alabama... Posted to her Instagram story asking people to please send your prayers. Now, just a little background on his medical issues that he's had over the years. In 2018, he was hospitalized for blood clots in his arms, forcing uh, the band uh, Blink-182 to cancel a string of Las Vegas residency concerts. Uh, During that time, he also had a staph infection and cellulitis, which is a bacterial infection. That can cause swelling, inflammation, and pain. Now, I have no idea at all if this is related to what he's being hospitalized no, no for. No one now. knows. No, oh, at least, uh, but we don't. that was a pretty precarious old situation yeah. there. So, it's pretty vague as to what's going on with him right now. And
3: everything I read, they kept just saying a mysterious condition. No one, yeah, yeah no one has a beat on what's happening. There's
0: pictures of him on a gurney yeah. being moved out. He's holding his, you know, fist up, and and uh, but so we'll stay on top of the story and find out what we can and let you know when we find out. Uh, In a recent interview with Vanity Fair, Dakota Johnson opened up about her time on the set of Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, The actress revealed that she signed up to do, quote, a very different version of the film that we ended up making. Without
3: sex, right?
0: She said, I'm a sexual person, and when I'm interested in something, I want to know so much about it. That's why I did those big naked movies. However, uh, she said this film had its challenges. She said, I was young, I was 23, so it was scary. It was just, it just became something crazy, and there were a lot of different disagreements. Oh my God. It's one of the more quiet scenes. She said, uh, I haven't been able to talk about this truthfully ever because you want to promote a movie the right way, and I'm proud of what we made ultimately, and everything turns out the way it's supposed to, but it was tricky. And when asked if she ever regretted starring in the franchise, she said, If I had known at the time that's what it was going to be like, I don't think anyone would have done it. Uh, It would have been like, oh, this is psychotic. But no, I don't regret it. So No, and that's a wise approach to it. It gave her a lot of uh,
3: exposure, you know, uh, uh, pun intended. But the um, the first one, I was surprised that it did go as far as it did. Like, they really delved into that world. But um, she's... uh, she was a perfect choice, uh, and uh, Jamie Dornan was a perfect choice. At least from what I understand, the way the characters were done, but they went to that well three times. Yeah, I'm like, really? That you consider this enough material for three movies? I never saw any
0: of them. Yeah. Well, were there are uh, three books.
3: Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. but I'm saying, I was yeah. like,
0: yeah. man, oh man. Yeah. Wow. So people enough were, people were going to see it. Well, yeah, yeah. They were, it was a, it was a gold mine. Yeah, so yeah, that's of course why they were going back to it because. Uh, Especially the Not enough were... butt stuff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Machine Gun Kelly revealed that he attempted suicide while in the foam with Megan Fox. It happened after his father died in 2020. He says that Megan was in Bulgaria to shoot a movie and he started getting really paranoid and felt like someone was going to kill him. And back then, he was so scared that he slept with a shotgun next to his bed. Yeah. And he called Megan and told her. Uh, that he was freaking out and put the gun in his mouth, cocked the gun, and thankfully the shell got jammed. So he tried. At, uh, soon afterwards, yeah, I don't know if he pulled a trigger or anything, but uh, soon afterwards he started therapy. Uh, the story came out in his new Hulu documentary called "Life in Pink," uh, which premiered this week. Uh, so yeah, he was he was sleeping with that gun, and one night he decided he was going to. He did try that and, all while it, on the
5: phone with her. I don't know. I hope that's not the case because that's psychotic.
0: Yeah, I don't really know. Huh. So maybe they'll expand yeah. more on that. Uh, by the way, speaking of Megan and he, uh, she showed off her new pink... oh, we have oh come on hair man hair change. I'm yeah. sorry, oh, yeah, my you're fault. Right. I didn't Dropping even the ball. I awesome. didn't even realize it. Hey, <laughs> 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 Megan Fox showed off her new pink hairdo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. During the premiere of Hulu's *Machine Gun Kelly: Life in Pink* on Monday, she uh, did it for the for the thing. Yeah, uh, reports today reports that she and her fiance not only had matching pink hair, but pink nails to boot. You ever see those couples? You remember, like you'd
3: see them a lot in high school, where the guy they're always wearing matching shirts and they do
0: everything. It's like, come on, yeah, yeah. Uh, so they decided, but we I mean, both was, had pink hair. It was also to promote a show called yeah. Life in Pink. So you know that's what they went for. Uh, Leon Brown, the only child to Mary and Cody Brown from the reality TV show Sister Wives, yeah, uh, has come out as transgender. Leon! <laughs> that's the family yeah. when Leon! when when Leon came out. Yeah. Uh, On Tuesday, Leon shared photos of themselves to Instagram and wrote, Here's me, definitely not having almost any of my S figured out to let you know that I am trans. My name is Leon. Leon! Or Leo. I love both, and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm finally ready to share my favorite self with the world. And that self is incredibly genderqueer, trans, and unapologetic. I, I didn't really watch
3: the show that much. So. I
0: don't, yeah, I've never, uh, wait a minute. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rochelle watches this sometimes. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the guy, it's a reality show, Is, the, issue, is right? this the, the patriarch? The yeah. Guy, the guy with the beard mustache. Right, well, this, right, right. No, this is one of the kids. Oh, yeah. one, one of the kids, all right. Yeah. Yeah. We but, uh, it's but Rochelle watches Sister Wives sometimes, and I kind of will passively right. catch a little bit of it. And I'm like, okay, whatever, man. But I, I've been telling Nick, I've been watching this Netflix series. It's a limited series. It's just four episodes. Uh, it's called uh, Stay Sweet, Pray, and Obey. Right. And it's about the fundamentalist uh, Latter-day Saints group, Warren Jeffs, which Steve, under the banner of heaven, is, right there. Lo- is loosely based on. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it is wild man good
3: i saw it wild. pop up
0: on the feed and i i didn't know if i should wow. check it out all right i'm cool. three i'm three episodes in and it's just blowing me away how many so episodes did you say there's four just four That's all it. right yeah they're an hour long and it's like documentary style yeah is essentially what it is but it's it, it i highly recommend it uh if you've been curious about uh that type of thing so all right moving on to some other stories chris pratt open up to men's health about the backlash he received last year Uh, for a just-because post he made for his wife, Katherine Schwarzenegger Pratt. Uh, The Jurassic Park actor said people's responses (laughs) uh, bothered him and that he even cried about it. So he was criticized for writing in honor of Schwarzenegger, and this is what he wrote. She's giving me an amazing life, a gorgeous, healthy daughter. She chews so loudly that sometimes I put my earbuds to drown it out, but that's love. And fans thought the healthy daughter comment was a slight to his ex-wife, Anna Faris, uh, since her nine-year-old son, Jack, was born prematurely and experienced a number of health issues. That's just silly, you know, obviously. He oh, is just Such a scumbag. Oh, yeah, I know, right? Uh, so he said, I said something like, find someone who looks at you the way my... And he's, he's, yeah. he's kind of paraphrasing what he wrote. Right. Okay, so he says, and, and I'm so thankful for my wife, she gave me this beautiful, healthy daughter. And then he goes, and then a bunch of articles came out and said that that's so cringeworthy. And I can't believe Chris Pratt would thank her for a healthy daughter when his first child was born premature. That's such a dig at his ex-wife. And he said, I'm like, this is effed up. My son's going to read that one day. He's nine. Yeah. Uh, and it's uh, etched in digital stone. It really effing bothered me, dude. I cried about it. I was like, I hate these blessings in my life. Uh, I, that my These blessings in my life to the people who are close to me, a real burden. So... It's at that point, you know. Let it go. Yeah, I guess you're going to have to. At Follow some point. the frozen rule. Uh, yeah, yeah, let it let go. Let it go. But I mean, clearly, you know, I, like you don't even have to defend that. No. But, you know, it's like, don't, don't we all hope for if we're going to have a child that the child is healthy? Yeah. It's not knocking kids who aren't healthy, it's just you hope for a human being to not have to deal with right, the things we, that they would have to deal we all kind of
3: realize that you know who doesn't yeah. realize that idiots. trolls yeah yeah, yeah so, so, and so idiots. right so that's the deal and then so. they're the first to hop on and
0: start sending out stuff and, and i can understand your uh you know you you can you yourself can be a bit of an exposed nerve when you hear things like that but if you, you got to let it go if you can have the presence of mind to just say They're idiots. Yeah. Yeah, And he followed up, and he said, what I really meant is that
3: this daughter's much better than my son. Okay, now we have clarification. And honestly, (laughs) a vast improvement. My semen must have been off at that time. (laughs) Well, at least he's blaming himself. Right. Don't blame him for that. He's
0: effed up, but it's not his fault. Uh, the Bachelorette alum, Cam Ay- uh, Ayala, is opening up about his recovery after un- undergoing leg amputation surgery. What? Okay, so I wasn't, you know, I don't know yeah. all these people, but... Uh, this story kind of uh, piqued my interest. You more sister wives. Sister wife. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the 32 year old took to Instagram and posted a series of photos and videos showing him all smiles as he recovered from losing his right leg. Oh, man. Uh, in one of the videos he posted, uh, I-, I guess it's uh, Ayala, A Y A L A, is I say his last name, or how you spell it. Uh, Ayala's uh, seen using a walker. Uh, with the help of his doctors and friend, uh, records the progress after he walks back to his hospital room. The friend can be heard telling him, "Good job." Now, Ayala previously disclosed in a Christmas Walker
5: told me I had AIDS. Oh, wow.
0: You said Walker. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, 2018 the Instagram post that he was diagnosed with lymphedema. Lymphedema. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. Uh, the Mayo Clinic explains that uh, <laughs> lymphedema occurs when tissue swells as a result of a buildup of fluid that is usually drained through the body's lymphatic system. Uh, Ayala, who appeared during Hannah Brown's season and earned her first impression rose, said that he was diagnosed with uh, lymphedema back in 2002 but never wanted to make it public because I never wanted sympathy or people to feel sorry for me. Well, he said, I was told by dozens of doctors and specialists that I would never be able to play competitive sports and that I would have to manage this condition for the rest of my life. Over a decade after that diagnosis, he revealed... On the same Instagram post that he suffered an infection in 2014 in his right knee. The infection led to 13 surgical procedures and that the only consensus that the doctors came to was amputation. Uh, at the time, he said that um, he thought the thought of losing his right leg gave, leg gave him crippling fear and anxiety. Ultimately, doctors at Boston Children's Hospital performed a diagnostic procedure that saved his leg from amputation in 2016. But fast forward to now... Uh, they had to uh, take it off, and uh, wow. but it, apparently he's taking it in stride. Man, I saw, and I saw. Yeah, determined than ever to overcome the challenge. I saw a, a quick
3: uh, little interview with him, Preston, and great attitude. That's a- and he has it. It's at the point of the knee, a little bit above the knee. So they have, um, you know, he can he can definitely wear
4: um, a, a, a uh, an artist. prosthetic. I'd get one of those springy suckers. Yep. They were really cool. Steve, he posted a video right before the amputation too and it just talks about this is my last workout with two legs. Yeah, and then, but he's got like this while. rebirth in front of him yeah. and it's a it's a really impressive attitude. My grandmother had both of her legs amputated. She had cancer and, and the hip bone. Did she and, have prosthetics? Uh, no. And, and uh, so she ended up uh, eventually passing away from it. But it's, you know, the mindset that you must go through knowing that that's about to happen for you, right? Yes. Like that, that you're going in the hospital with two, and you're going to come out of the hospital with only one. It's right. got to be jarring, no matter how great your attitude is.
0: Yes. That's something, yeah, when you know, all right, when I wake up, that's going to be gone. Yeah. That's pretty wild, yeah. uh, but so if you can prepare yourself for it and have the proper or, support system.
3: On the other side, uh, there was the time I, I was in the hospital. I went to sleep and said, "When I wake up, I'm going to
0: have huge boobs." Oh, yeah, huh, all right. yeah. that's another <laughs> yeah. thing too. Sometimes they add.
2: <laughs> it's yeah. got to be hard for yeah. those women. They <laughs> add
0: <laughs> on to your uh, body.
2: They're just as strong.
0: Uh, A story of survival Britney Spears Ex-husband is set for trial After allegedly breaking into her home Before her wedding to Sam Ashgari We talked about this but now he's set for trial Jason Alexander He's uh, been charged with felony stalking as well as trespassing and refusing to leave private property, vandalism, and battery. He's been pleading uh, not guilty to the charges.
3: Is he going to call Larry David as a character witness? I would
0: hope so, right? <laughs> Judge ruled in a preliminary hearing that there is enough evidence against him to uh, on the felony stalking charge to hold him and take the charges to trial. It's all so, on video. His bail is set at $10,000. Uh, he will appear July 12th. Um, and he's been banned from contacting Brittany through any form of communication, including calls, texts, or social media. Uh, during a hearing on Monday, a security guard, Richard uh, Ubler, claimed that Alexander tried to get through her locked bedroom door mm. on her wedding day. He testified he started reaching into his right pocket. I drew my weapon and held it to my chest. Uh, he added that Alexander went to uh, into the property's game room and he followed him, shutting the door behind them. He added he was just yelling for Brittany. And he said, F it. I'm going back inside the way I came in. He claimed that Alexander broke a handle to a door uh, that Ubler was holding shut with his foot. So he was, you know, he was going a little nutty. <laughs> yeah, he was uh, a little nutty.
3: Yeah. Uh, but Spears, from what I understood, um, fired the whole security staff that day oh, because he got yeah. as far as he got. No kidding. Yeah. Well,
0: might be something to consider. Yeah. yeah. Startup co-stars Ron Perlman and Allison Dunbar are married. Uh, The seventy-two-year-old actor and Dunbar, who is forty-nine, married at an intimate wedding in Italy this month. I love you forever. Uh, Dunbar shared a video on Instagram that shows herself and Perlman dancing at their wedding. Uh, the clip was set to Frank Sinatra's song "You Make Me Feel So Young." Bromance, the the
3: classic grizzled actor. Oh yeah,
0: you know, Hellboy. Uh, yeah, he's got that big <clears throat> gravelly voice. Yeah, he's great in the um, uh, oh the giant the big robots. Oh, um, uh, Pacific Rim. Great in that series, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim. <laughs>
3: Case,
2: yeah, so you, got Kate, just, you got it. You got it,
3: Case. I, it's just Pacific a click we yeah. by I was
4: going to say Pacific Rim. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, so. Kathy, would you like to say Pacific Rim? I think that it's Pacific Rim, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah so, I think I got that first.
0: In the caption, uh, Dunbar referenced Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's surprise wedding in Vegas and wrote pulling a uh, Kravis before it was a thing. What? Uh, pulling a Kravis? Yeah, uh, uh, Travis. And, oh, yeah. Uh, uh, Perlman Dunbar married at uh, Palazzo Margarita. Hey! Everybody! Which is, Make
3: it very nice for the Hellboy.
0: Which is Francis Ford Coppola's property oh. in Bernalda, Italy.
3: As you all know,
0: he was in the movie A Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs> uh, even the, pa- even, even the, the priest.
3: Have you heard? In a- the town next to us is one of the actors from A Pacific Rim.
0: Uh, Perlman and Dunbar did not obtain a marriage license before their wedding in what? Italy, but they signed the papers at a courthouse in California following their return. So that was kind of a right. ceremonial thing. And, it was just for sure. Uh, Perlman and Dunbar played Wes Chandler and Kelly on Startup, which completed a third season on Crackle in Crackle. 2018.
3: Crackle. Crackle. Uh, he. Um, She's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, he was the beast in the. Remember the series Beauty and the Beast? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a big, uh, he was a, rom- to look at that face, he was yeah. a romantic lead in that yep. series for a couple of years.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, the Who's the Boss sequel series has found a home. You excited, Kathy? Are you serious? Yeah. The project, <laughs> nah. on purpose, reuniting original stars Tony Dans and Alyssa Milano and executive produced by Norman Lear, has landed at Amazon right. Free V for development.
2: Oh. That video, yeah. just the two of them?
0: Well, there's going to be more people, but from the original cast, yes, Judith, Ron light, Perlman. Judith Light is not mentioned in this. She
2: doesn't want anything to do with
3: it. I don't know. Well, no- Norman Lear was not an original showrunner on Who's the Boss. So maybe they're going huh. in a more uh, contemporary, I mean, a more, because that was very light sitcom yes. fare.
5: Judith Light's been doing a lot, of, she's a judge on like Law and Order see her popping up all the time. Oh, really? Right.
0: Yeah. Right. Okay. So the follow-up is being written and executive produced by One Day at a Time co-creator, executive producer, co-showrunner Mike Royce, and co-executive producer Bridget uh, munoz uh, lebowitz uh, Sony Pictures Television, which owns the rights to the original series and has been working on the sequel for the past two years as the studio. Uh, Danza Milano are set to reprise their roles as Tony uh, and Samantha Michelli, uh, set 30 oh, years after What's that? Misselli. It's Maselli? Yeah. Okay. Uh, set 30 years after the events of the original series, the sequel will focus on former Major League Baseball player, retired housekeeper Tony Maselli. I used to be a Major League ball player. And his relationship with his daughter, Samantha. Uh, she is now a single mother living in the family house, in line with Lear's classic shows, the new comedy will explore generational differences Damn. as well as opposing world views and parenting styles with the dynamic of a modern family in 2022.
3: So, um, yeah, all right, Mona's uh, She's passed dead. away. Yeah. What about the... Jonathan? Uh, the kid? Yeah. Yeah, he's alive. Yeah. 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 No, uh, he's not going to be Danny in Pinatubo or whatever? Yeah. Maybe can... he
2: had something... He was sick, wasn't he?
0: I no, I, I thought I remembered he, some kind he of He came out, news out news I know that. Story. I
2: remember that, but then I thought there was something with him.
0: Okay. I, I remember that too. He was Chad. sick of who's the boss.
2: Apparently,
0: him yeah. and Judith. I don't know. <laughs> so the original, who's the boss, ran for eight seasons and 196 episodes. Eight seasons. Yeah, it was on ABC from 1984 to 92, drew more than 30 million viewers in its heyday. Everybody
3: be quiet. You're going to make my souffle fall.
0: Uh-huh. It was nominated for 10 Emmy Awards and became a syndication staple. Yeah, he's HIV positive. Oh, oh is that okay. it?
4: Okay. Man, that? Turner, All, yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. And he was, uh, oh, man, he was once addicted to meth. Wow.
3: Well, okay. Walker told me I have AIDS. Wow. <laughs> Oh my God! Crossover,
0: <laughs> crossover. No way. Walker, who's the boss? Crossover. <laughs> I I have not seen this, but uh, yesterday photos circulated showing Margot Robbie and Ryan Gosling rollerblading around Venice Beach in matching neon attire, okay. channeling eighties Barbie and Ken for the Barbie movie. Uh, so I'm trying to
3: form an opinion about how I feel about this. If they hit the right note, it could be great. But it, it's fraught with peril if they don't get it tonally correct.
0: Yeah. i I got to believe it'll be decent. You're talking about two heavyweights now. Yeah. Uh, in the industry who will probably, it all it all comes down to writing and directing because you've already got the actors who can pull it off.
3: If you make them an, like anomalous characters, like the Brady Bunch, where they were sorted from a different time in current time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, the Toy
0: Story did such a great job with Barbie. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it reports that the film, directed by Greta Gerwig, is set to be released in 2023. And then another one I haven't seen yet, yet either. Uh, nearly 30 years later, the Sanderson sisters are back with Hocus Pocus uh, 2. The Variety reports the first trailer uh, for the sequel dropped yesterday. Uh, the movie will be available for streaming on Disney Plus starting September 30th, just in time for uh, the Halloween are you, season. Are your kids or uh, anybody in your house a Hocus Pocus fan? We're uh, huge fans. If they are, I don't know about it, but yeah. maybe you guys are huge fans. Well,
5: I am not, um, but uh, apparently, uh, all this happened without my knowledge. Yeah, like yeah. Apparently, my wife and my daughters are like huge. Fans. It's huge.
0: Yeah, okay. yeah. 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 The, the trailer is up on the website if you want to take a look. All right, excellent. On precedentstave.com? Yes, sir. I should check that out sometime. All right, here we go. Let's do a clip. Everybody. On this year's annual summer vacation, Isabel Belly Conklin finds herself caught in a steamy love triangle between brothers Jeremiah and Conrad in The Summer I Turned Pretty. And she here, Lola Tongue, What's going Man on? Man in Sky. The And she here, Lola Tung, who Man stars. in Sky. As Belly, talks about. Where she hopes her character will go in season two of the show.
8: There are a lot of really special scenes from the book. Yeah, I don't know how much I can say. There are many, many special moments. Uh, and I'm very excited to see the trajectory of Belly's relationship with both of the boys and with, with everyone in her life. Because uh, she can only, you know, continue to grow and to to go on this journey. And I'm, I'm very excited to to go on it with her. <laughs>
0: Uh, Season one of The Summer term Pretty is streaming now on Amazon Prime Video. Here's the next clip. Southern Charm highlights the nail-biting action of seven socialites living in South Carolina. In this clip, uh, Naomi Olindo finally dishes on why she and co-star Catherine Dennis will never be friends again.
2: Uh, Probably, I mean, I'm pretty close to everybody but Catherine. Um, Like, if I see her, I'm like, what's up? You know, but I don't think that... um, she and I will ever be friends. I mean, I I think that in you know you don't have to be friends with everyone, and especially if they're like a toxic person to you, or maybe you are to them, kind of thing. And so I I just think that's letting sleeping dogs lie on that one. A
0: skanky whore. Is this a is this a, a kind of a housewives reality show? I don't know. I am not familiar <laughs> with this. This this isn't the. M-
4: it is
3: the MyAngelo. Okay. Uh, no, I- no, 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 no!
4: This yeah. is a reality show that's uh, like Housewives. Is
3: style.
0: Yeah, and it's. Uh... Oh my
3: God! There's so much
0: stuff. I on. know it's a, it's a Bravo show. It's um. I, I hate these times. Yeah. Things more than anything. I think uh, new episodes <laughs> of Southern Charm. <laughs> so tune in. They're Thursday <laughs> nights at 9 p.m. on Bravo. If we haven't sold that, I don't know who it is. I think
5: you're going to do like the post show press, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll yeah. do that.
0: That's that'll you be my next gig.
5: You guys suck. Yeah.
0: End the post show. That'll be so great. <laughs> I don't watch this show. <laughs> Bring me up to speed. (laughs) You are the most shallow people I've ever met in my life. I'm asleep when this thing's on. (laughs) 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 Right, right. All right, Uh, Uh, that's the Entertainment Report for today. Everything you need to know. Um, Here's what I need to know. Casey, hit the effect. We have a screening of, of Thor Love and Thunder, and it is... This is a week from today. It is. Uh, so we'll take callers 12 and 13. It's an IMAX screening, by the way. Oh, my God. UA King of Prussia, 7 o'clock. Callers 12 and 13, 215-263-WMMR. <laughs> We're going to give you those tickets, and it doesn't even open till Friday, July 8th. For another chance to win, click Contest at WMMR.com. We're stoked for this movie. Let's get you there. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second. We got guests on the program, and I'll tell you about them when we return. Preston and
10: Steve
1: on Muggy33, WMMR.
10: It's time to subscribe to the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. Be the first to see new videos. Get alerts when the live stream's rolling. See the guests you're hearing live on the radio. Like Coach Dick Vermeil, who was live in studio on Tuesday morning. Watch the live musical performances. Like Everclear, coming in Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Hit the subscribe button on the Preston and Steve Show YouTube channel. You'll be happy you did.
0: We're going to chat for a moment about Window Nation. Why? Well, because home prices being on the rise, there's no better time than now to improve the look and value of your home. And get some new windows from Window Nation. It's going to be easier for you just uh, opening and closing them. It's going to be energy efficient. They're going to look great. The house uh, value is going to go up. And by the way, you get two free windows with every two you buy. Plus, you pay nothing for two full years. I know it
3: sounds weird when you talk about the ease of uh, raising and lowering these windows. We went into a house. We bought this house. The windows were another company, and they were heavy as hell. And, you know, like when you reach over to the couch or whatever to open up a window... These windows glide up and down, but what's even more important is the way they hold in the A.C. in the mm-hmm. summer and hold the heat in in the winter. And you notice that in how much you're paying for your energy
0: bills. So listen, call them today, eight six six ninety nation and go to the website at windownation.com. And don't forget that you get two free windows with every two you buy, plus you make no down payment and pay no, make no payments and pay no interest for two full years. You save thousands, savings you only see once this year. Again, it's eight six six ninety nation or nation.com. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find. Yeah, I got like, yeah, I got coffee breath going on. I can What's going on? Smell it myself. I just took a, it. It's kind of thick coffee. Do you drink a, it black? Mm. Huh. I do here. I have my my super duper sweet coffee on the way in Ooh. that I make at home. <laughs> like how sweet? Um, like super sweet. I, I like it's like candy. Uh, and then when I get here, because I've overdone it on the sugar, I just do a, a black coffee. <laughs> <here>. <laughs> So I can temper. Is it? it that do you way.
2: put cream in it too at home? Just...
0: Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I I'd use like French vanilla creamer. Okay. Like a flavored creamer. Yeah, yeah. Or sweet cream, which is pretty fantastic. So, <laughs> anyway, enough about me. Yeah. We need to talk about you. We're diving into the city, ah. folks. Yep. I got some stories that have to do with things in and around or affect our area. Scooby, wow, wow. Yeah. He's the meat behind the street, uh, and I got this particular story because sometimes I have some outside contributors. Kathy Romano sent oh, this wow. to me. Ooh. So she's a uh, correspondent. Is <laughs> uh, this is from uh, NJ.com, all and right. they have their list of the... That's all, New Jersey, right? That's, that was stand for New Jersey. NJ <laughs> stands for New Jersey. All 44 New Jersey beaches ranked worst to best for summer 2022. Now, we're not going to go through all 44. Okay, just do the 43. No, we're going <laughs> to go through the ones where most I- of our area... Head to Like, right,
3: not up by the city. Yeah, by, this is going to be York. southern southern gotcha. New Jersey. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: I will
2: say, though, like, I went through the whole list. I didn't realize there are some beaches out there I'd never heard of that yeah. are very popular uh, for people in our area, too. Yeah. So,
3: uh, obviously, the, the, this whole, the, the migration to the shore is, 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 a, is a huge thing. It's been in that, so, for, for decades and decades and decades. Uh, and Uh But, you know, it's funny what you just said, Kathy, because there are people who... Like, I didn't know some of the... uh, Taking a look at the map... Some of the beaches that are popular were shore towns that people go to. I had no idea existed. Right, so yeah. there
2: there was one, and it's on the list, and I'm I'm sure you'll get to it, Preston, but um, Ortley Beach, and it is Ortley. not it is not like you know what, what we consider the shore. And um, I actually recently had a conversation with a few different people who couldn't believe that I had not heard of it, uh, and said it's very popular. What and it's I haven't it, ever heard of Ortley? Yeah, it's listed as one of the um, one of the better beaches to go to.
5: Where, what part of Jersey is that in? Case
2: it's like I think it's considered maybe like. Tom's River. Okay. Um, But from where I live, the people that I was talking to, they said it's the same distance, same amount of time for them to go there as it would be to go, you know, to, yeah, Avalon or Stone Harbor.
5: I have, um, no, listen, it's not even July yet, right? So usually you kind of have to wait until after, like, school is officially out. But I feel like, I wonder if this economy is having some issues. uh, No. No, no, no. Um, (laughs) If it's causing issues. The, I I feel like the beach has not been overly crowded, and I wonder if uh, if gas prices or or any of those things is wreaking havoc and causing issues. It with, doesn't with help, yeah, you know, for
11: sure. Yeah, so I don't know if you've Orkley.
5: noticed yeah. if uh, you know. Have you noticed it being a little bit quieter down
0: there? Um. A, a smidge, okay. maybe, but not like really noticeable. But well, yeah. you do a lot of skeet shooting off your roof, so you would not really even notice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. I uh. scare them away basically. <laughs> just by so give us a, give us a, right. a teasers
0: first. Let me give you the uh, what they judge uh, the criteria on. So uh, it says they we, we judge only oceanfront beaches, no bay, lake, or riverfront. On beach quality, All right. cleanliness, crowd type, and size, parking availability, and surrounding food, drink, and recreation gets along well with other beaches. They said we went. <laughs> (laughs) We went to one beach per town. For example, Ortley Beach was the representative for Tom's River, Kathy. Yeah. And Island Beach State Park checks in for Berkeley Township. (laughs) So I kind of stayed a little bit Atlantic City, like uh, Margate and South. The ones when you think of... Or not Margate, but um, uh, Brigantine and South is kind of what I... I I'm
3: I'm kind of a novice to this. You know, uh, occasionally my wife will go down for a little bit. You're I, not a sure I, guy. I don't. I'm not a shore guy. Yeah. Uh, but I'm I, every time I go down, I have a good time. So I might be moving in that way. Uh, but uh, I always think of it, Preston, from Atlantic City South is, yeah. is the main concentration
4: from here. People you just take here. the yeah.
0: AC Expressway straight out, right?
4: And you know, so. which is funny because my girlfriend used to live in Northeast Philly, and uh, there's an at a town, and I'm curious as to whether or not it shows up on the list or not, Preston. But if you take 195. Due east. It goes straight across the street instead of like the AC Expressway, which goes um south and east. And there's a town called Spring Lake, which is one oh, of the yeah. nicest towns I've ever been to. I had never heard of it going. Spring up. Lake. Well it's Steve, it's I never abs- heard of it. It's gorgeous. It's it's near um Point Pleasant. It's a little north of Point Pleasant. But I'd never gone to it growing up. And, yeah, Kathy, like, for me growing up, it was Atlantic City and South. Well, that was the Jersey Shore. So
2: she grew up in northeast Philly. I grew up in Bucks County. So we we most of the time went to what we consider the shore. But we did go up that way to some of the, the beach towns up there. Huh. Spring Lake is actually not listed uh it's not listed well on on this list. No kidding. Because, well, because they said even, it's the poor man's Ortley. Well, no, they they said it's beautiful and the homes are beautiful, but like it's um there's not much else to do. You uh, have to drive into the town. Like you can't if you're going to go to the beach. There's nowhere really to like well, get something to eat or anything like that. That's
0: what they took into consideration on, right. this, on, oh, this, list. on this list. stuff to do. Yeah. Gotcha, yeah. Okay. We we when we were poking around there, as far north as we went with Seaside Heights, we actually went up there and looked and and kind of worked our way down. And that's where Jersey Shore was shot. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let me go through a few highlights on this list. I don't want to hear this list. Uh, Number 40 is Atlantic City. Um, Obviously, there's probably more. Are there things to do there? There are some (laughs) things to do there. It says, amazing, and and I'm going to read you the description from NJ.com. Amazing Bruce Springsteen song and terrific boardwalk. That's right. The ability to gamble feet away from the ocean is pretty incredible, but the beach itself is... Is lackluster at best. Do you agree with that? Not the cleanest yes, by big. any stretch, and the sand isn't exactly soft. And even that uh, vaunted boardwalk is starting to feel downtrodden, just like the rest of the city. So, so does, that's their assessment.
3: Preston, does Brigantine get folded into Atlantic City? No, no it's wow, its own it's thing. All right,
0: thing yeah. yeah. All right. Then you have number thirty-nine, Wildwood. Uh, it says, you can't do much better than Wildwood's Boardwalk. They don't have a roller coaster. They basically have a theme park and a water park and go-karts and enough boardwalk food to make you sick. But you can't do much worse than their beach. It's so long and flat that walking to the water is exhausting. They literally have sand taxis. It says, cute, but a sign that your beach is way too wide. It is huge. <laughs> yeah. All up and down the Wildwoods. Except North Wildwood is tiny. But they
5: do also have, like, um, uh like uh, planks to, to walk on. So you're not walking right. in, in straight up sand.
3: But right. anyone, like the first time I got out there years ago, I, I remember thinking everyone thinks you, you, you cannot help but go, Jesus Christ, this is a very wide beach. <laughs>
0: yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah.
3: I've come to love it.
0: All right. Then you have. It loves you. Uh, Margate City. Okay. It says finding parking is tricky at Margate. Uh, this is number 35 on the list. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to work our way down. I'm, I'm just skipping around to highlights. Yeah. Uh, and for, it says, and for once, so is finding Lucy the Elephant, too. The six-story, 140-year-old wooden South Jersey icon is currently undergoing uh, renovations. Uh, but you know what is open? The Margate Dairy, Dairy Bar, home of some of the best ice cream and burgers you'll find on the shore. Uh, the beach itself is fine, but unremarkable, they say. Okay. Number 31 is Strathmere.
5: I love Strathmere. Yeah, too. it's
0: great. One of the few free beaches in the Garden State. Strathmere Sand isn't exactly pristine, but there's a ton of parking available, and the Twisties is a terrific drive bar, dive Five bar, bar. Uh, t- nearby. Twisties
2: is what I just been by there. described as like um, it's like. It's like stuck. It's like back in time. Oh, okay. (laughs) But but they don't need to do anything because it's the only place to go there, and people flock to it. And it's actually great. It's right on the bay. Like you sit there, you're you're looking at the bay. Uh, It's just it gets really crowded because it's the only place to go. You know, between Ocean City and Sea Isle. Is
4: it the same place as the Doville, or is it next to the Doville? No, no, no. no, That's
2: not it. It's further. It's in. It's like the middle of Strathmere. So a quick
3: question. So is this where if you don't have a place down there? Um, no,
2: there's not, there's houses there. It's just no, I'm, not I'm saying many. for people
3: who are just going to go and take a day trip. Is this?
2: Oh, I got you. Is this
4: a likely beach? No, no, I don't think oh, so. Oh, I
2: think yeah, no, I think so because isn't it free there? Isn't yeah, it, yeah, it is. Yeah. You
4: don't know, yeah. need da- the the, the uh, beach tags, and it's sort of a nice um, midpoint between Ocean City and Sea Isle. Sea Isle is guess, a little younger. Sea Isle kind of uh, skews towards you know, especially like the party scene, like twenty year olds, and and that. Um, generation and Ocean City is much more family. I guess
0: it, it depends on what you want because there's really not a whole lot to do there. Yeah, like just If you just want beach, yeah, that's it. Yeah, exactly. What but about the... marlin
3: fishing?
4: All right, uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, there was I... a time where Casey and Kathy and I went to the Doville. We uh, took a limo down there. <laughs> oh man. God, I forgot about
2: that. Don't a, bring that up. A
4: decade ago, and it was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
2: It was fun. It, it was, was fun. I don't know what you mean All by right. Was it an appearance? Wait, it was. Casey, it is, was an appearance. Is yeah. that where you got out and walked home from the Blue yeah. Route? Yes. That because, was
4: on the way
9: back.
0: Yeah.
5: On the way back because I was very, very aware of the fact that there was major construction going on north of Westchester Pike. I had recommended <laughs> getting off and going to Route One because we were supposed to stay at this hotel uh, across the street over here. And you, Kathy, was like,
9: "No, no, no, no! It's faster to
5: go." I was like, "There is." And then, sure enough, we got dead past... Stop. We got dead, dead stop, stop right after uh, Route Three, uh, Westchester Pike. And I said, "You know what? I'm going to get I'm out. I'm going to walk." And I walked a mile to Westchester Pike, <laughs> and then all the way. I'll
0: still beat you guys home. Yeah. He I, did. I made, yeah. He
2: did. He beat so, us home.
0: So do you admit you you made oh. a poor decision?
2: Oh, God. poor! Des- I made a. We I think we all made a lot of <laughs> poor oh my God, decisions dude. that we evening. We were drawing.
3: <laughs>
5: You know, I, I have to apologize. All right, all right. You were trying to sneak Nick, and I drew on your face.
0: And... Sorry, he's, right. he's got 32 more beaches. I got to go through this. All yeah. right, yeah. so Strathamon, you know, Santa's got to go. These are highlights. Santa's got to go. Please yeah, yes. allow me. Our Santa's got to go. All right. so I need you to stop talking. <laughs> and talk about beaches. <laughs> number 30 is Seaside Heights, and that's the Jersey Shore. Ah, right, yeah. all right. Uh, And it says, uh, you know, it says, Snooki uh, warned you not to fall in love with the Jersey Shore. You won't fall in love with this beach either. It's not the cleanest or the nicest, but it gets it'll get the job done the boardwalk though absolutely incredible. It says we uh will accept no haters, do yourself a favor and have a slice at uh uh Marica's and a cheesesteak at midway is
5: seaside like wildwood
0: uh um, yeah I think the boardwalk so. okay uh number twenty eight is brigantine brigantine uh it says it's remarkable how close this beach is to Atlantic City while somehow feeling many miles away. it is refreshingly mellow here. A far cry from the beach a few miles south. The juxtaposition of natural beauty surrounding with the beach of the AC skyline is jarring, but a lot of fun. Decent parking gives you a kind of uh, long walk to the beach, but it is a pretty walk to a pretty beach. I, I like Brigantine,
3: uh, at the yeah. times I've been there. And, and the
5: uh, only knock I've heard on Brigantine is are the people who live there like full uh, uh, year, like all, all year long, that they don't like outsiders outsiders yeah. and then so, they'll
3: chase you out with live torture no
5: but like our friend tim who has a place there he yeah. will um he will live somebody asks him if he lives there he'll be like yeah i do because
0: otherwise really they, yeah. yeah oh man that right. sucks number 27 on this list is wildwood crest uh it says speaking of long walks on the beach or on the beach for that matter wildwood crest is filled with hotels and families vacationing in them which makes ex, ex- uh, accessing or accessing the very wide beach is hard and getting parking even harder. Uh, the beach is cleaner than Wildwood. And the vibe is way more chill. And if you're looking for a true desert to spend a full day planted in the sand, this is a solid spot. And it is free. The beaches are free uh-huh. there. uh, But there's a whole lot less to do as well. It says it's funny because Casey and I were at uh, Mudhead this brew pub, brew pub in, in Wildwood. And we were talking to a guy who was local who came out and saw, you know, I was playing with the band Five Nights Face. Right. And he was talking to us. He's like, He's like, dude. Every time you guys mention Wildwood Crest, we're like, Shh, stop it! Don't, <laughs> don't let the secret out about That's how great. great
12: this place is. It really is so. a wonderful place.
0: All right, then uh, number twenty-one is North Wildwood, cleaner and more relaxing. It's boisterous brother to the south. North Wildwood is perfect if you want to spend a little time at Wildwood's Vaunted Boardwalk, but. Beach time is more important to you. The parking is surprisingly good as well. The streets are pretty wide. Are they? In yeah, North streets are yeah.
5: wide. Um, they, yeah, um, the problem there is that the beaches erode every single year. So, they do. Uh, and every year they, they have to, like, dredge and, and I mean, it's it's pretty wild. And so you wonder why, wild. Wild, yeah, you, you yeah. wonder why Wildwood and uh, Wildwood Crest beaches are so big. I think it's because, uh the beaches at North Wildwood are depositing
0: going. onto them. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. All right. So these are the, the top 44. The top 44? Beaches. No, these are all 44
2: beaches in oh, New I'm Jersey. Sorry, yeah,
0: all 44 New Jersey ranked. beaches ranked worst to best. Right. And this is NJ.com. We're not going through all of them. Just, okay. just some highlights. So
2: The star beaches. Uh,
0: number 19 is Stone Harbor. Uh, and listen to this description. Uh, Taylor Swift <laughs> fans know this beach uh, all too well. Uh, the singer-songwriter spent her childhood here, and who can blame her? It says, the beach is gorgeous. You won't find a much better beach in your wildest dreams. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The sand is great, though you'll want to shake it off. Before uh-huh. you go home. I get it all. A Taylor Swift song. And don't forget to leave a <laughs> blank space in your stomach for ice cream from Springers, another T-Swift favorite. I and love it, Springers. Uh, and if you didn't get any of those puns, it says, Baby, now we got bad blood. <laughs> oh,
4: key key mm-hmm. The only knock on Stone Harbor is that it's pricey. Oh, my. <laughs> mm-hmm. God, is it? Is
0: it pricey? It's probably the priciest, Dude, yeah. if you go by, so in mm-hmm. the little town there, there's a real estate yeah, uh, yeah, a place, yeah. and they have, they have listings in, oh, the in the window. Oh, in the window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't afford that. I can't afford that. $8 yeah. million. I mean, it's like, it's insane. For a three yeah. bedroom.
2: Insane.
0: <laughs> the price of Does real their
3: lead there. realtor have googly eyes or is,
0: <laughs> no oh, that's a different guy but we could make this happen All right number 17 on the list is Avalon. Uh it says the walk to the beach at Avalon is n- uh. is longer than we'd like. Uh, but the beach is nice and wide, and the sand is soft and perfect for laying out. Parking isn't an issue either.
2: That yeah. was my beach for years. That's Ella. where my
4: parents had a house.
2: Oh, that's yeah. right. And and my, 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 my
4: dad's uh, biggest financial regret in his entire life had a house oh, on Seventeenth Street. It was it was barely a house. It was like a shack. But was it still the, be worth millions it, now? Yeah, the the property alone. The, the, you're buying the zip code. You're buying the ac- acreage, and yeah. Was, I mean, it was a nice place for a family to go. And my mom uh, <laughs> it, hates my dad for. And not sure. only that, <laughs> he said that there was a uh,
3: there was an issue because there was oil seeping up to the ground.
4: Uh-oh, yes. Yeah.
6: yeah.
4: I mean, what are they going to do with all? <laughs> what this am this I going to do fruit? with this bubbling oil? Yeah. Uh, Nick, was it beachside or bayside? <clears throat> no, it was uh, in the middle. Okay, so it okay. Was, but you could walk to what's it called? Circle Pizza and yeah. um, I mean, look, it was Avalon. It's a great peach. And, and it's a really nice family mm-hmm. town.
3: So we would uh, when we were doing our live broadcast from uh, when we were in Y100, we would always go to Avalon. it's yes, very chill, very chill. Oh, by yeah. the
5: way, man, there was Sylvester's is gone now, or at least it was going away, and that was my favorite crab cake of. All time, <laughs> Sylvester's is right off of Twenty First Street, and um, and it had been there forever and ever and ever. Do we and- need an investigative report? No, 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 no. They just they just went away. Um, oh. I I guess maybe the the real estate was just too. Lucrative and they sold it. I, I don't really know, the but rent it is made too me, damn high. It made me really sad because did you, I you took we, you there.
0: Yeah, I thought it was just okay. Nah, <laughs> no, which oh one did you get? That's personal preference. I got the broiled like you recommended. Nah, yeah,
3: nice. Nah, the, the, can,
5: the can you guys still be friends? Fried is where it's at. Right? I
3: think we can still be
5: friends. We can still, yeah,
0: we're still friends. All right. Um, a coffee this morning, morning. He close. said thank you. <laughs> well, he he wrote it on a sticky and put it on he his did. forehead. Uh, number thirteen on this list is Ocean City. Ocean City. Previously a contender for the top spot in the rankings, Ocean City's beach itself has seen better days and now has exposed piping throughout sections. That's so Mm. cool. Uh, Go play on the pipe, kids. Uh, (laughs) You can still find very nice stretches, though, and there is no questioning how incredible Ocean City's throwback boardwalk is, featuring uh, Gillian's Wonderland Pier, Playland's Castaway Cove, and delicious Cords Brothers frozen custard, among other attractions.
5: I always went to Ocean City. It is not the beach that I knew growing up. Like, they had these awesome little jetties that would stay. they would create these little pools, and yeah. you could find starfish. They, they, those things don't exist anymore. Hmm. Uh, they're, they, they, they just—it's over. It's over. I
0: like I, their, f- I like their boardwalk. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, a nice, I I it's really nice. There's not
4: a lot of undeveloped area. Give yeah, me <laughs> <So>, starfish.
0: It's <laughs> so crowded. Where's the starfish? It is.
4: Yeah. It, they, I mean, we, they they develop every single yeah available yep. acreage there, and and you know it's a city, so I guess that's why they do it. But it's a little frustrating.
0: And they go up really high with
2: their, yeah. they, uh, they with do the properties? Like, it's 3 4 stories of going up there. In
3: general Jersey has some and a large part due to the the
4: shore stuff the 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 highest valued real estate in the country is. Yeah, but like in, in towns like Cape May like there's still a lot of green space, you know, right, so in right. Ocean City there's just not
2: Nick, I've gone to Ocean City. A friend of mine has a house there, and I've gone, and I called her once, and I was like, I'm leaving because I can't find parking. Yeah, for sure. I was like, this is ridiculous. And fortunately, she has a large driveway, so she was like, no, 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 no. I'll pull my car in the garage. You come into the driveway. But, I mean, it was so crowded that I'm like, I I literally can't find parking within walking distance of your house.
0: All right, I've only got four more I'm going to point out uh, because we're getting into the top ten here. So, number six on this list. Number six, uh, number uh. We six. Still don't, we don't have those, do we? So. Uh, yeah, we do. That's all right. Yeah, uh, right. Sea to... uh, Isle City. Sea Isle, Isle City. Yep. It says a big, beautiful beach. Gorgeous dunes to admire. Plenty of soft sand to stretch out on. Less than ideal parking is the only real drawback.
9: Number six.
0: There is a paved promenade instead of a boardwalk to stroll down, and Fish Alley is loaded with a plethora of tantalizing seafood and Italian food options.
2: Um, yeah, so Nick had mentioned earlier that it sort of attracts the younger crowd, and Seattle um, City. Well, yeah, yeah, but not anymore. I've, I've said oh, yeah? this for yeah, I've said this for years. So they're they're actually closing a lot of those party spots, um, and they're building you know nicer restaurants that are attracting more families, a little bit of an older crowd. So it's still a really fun uh, city to go to, but uh, that I think that like drunken 20-year-old, although there are still some there, they're sort of pushing them out.
3: And... Now they're drunken 60-year-olds.
2: <laughs> well, yeah.
3: I mean, really, is this a good pound cake place in town? Pretty much.
2: <laughs> but but the thing about Seattle that I love the most is once you get there, um, because they say that, that parking isn't the greatest there. I mean, it's not in any of the beach towns, but once you park, you don't ever have to move. You can go for a weekend, you can go for a full week, you and don't have you're, to move. You're there,
3: locked and loaded. They have the Jitney huh. that
2: goes up and down the entire, um, yeah. the entire town, and you don't. I mean, that's what I like the best about it. Is huh. I literally never drive the car once I get there. That's okay. cool,
4: uh, Steve. You and I are wheel watchers, and uh, I've yes. noticed recently that there's a, a Sea Isle City campaign. It's not Jersey Shore. Yes, no, you right, and yeah. it just focuses exclusively on uh, one town, which I find to be interesting. That they have enough ad dollars to focus a, a, a tourism campaign on just that one city. But yeah, they're, they're focusing on it. I know they have a primo hokey. So there we go. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all, all right.
0: There. Down to number four uh, now. Number four. It's time for number four. Well, uh, it's Cape May Point. Cape yeah. May Point. Oh, my God, is it beautiful there. Is it? Uh, it says, while well, there isn't as much to do at Cape May as it, it's its Eastern Brother Beach, as far as boardwalk activities and food options, that also means less crowds to compete with. And that means that uh, the just about same idyllic sands with way more real estate, it's a bit of a hike to get uh, from the street to the beach, but it's a beautiful walk through the dunes and trees. This looks well, the picture we're looking oh, at looks very lovely, and it has a else. lighthouse. Yes, yeah. there's a yep, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the beach itself is so raw and secluded that you hardly feel like you're at the Jersey Shore. It is pretty.
4: It is. And it's one of the, it's definitely one of the appealing factors. That used to be my vacation spot for a number of years. I love Cape May Point. Um, There was a store there called the Red Store, and it was a great restaurant. And I believe it's closed. I I think they closed, um, uh, you know, during the pandemic and they have not reopened. It's a really cool little spot right in the section, right in the middle part of that part of town. uh, And there's nothing that's gone in to replace it, which is a shame.
3: So I like how all you guys know. All these locations and all the places to eat like so I, I guess part of the process growing up here would have been to migrate to, to sample all the towns. was that kind of yeah. the thing? yeah uh, yeah, yeah.
2: We, the, I mean we would vacation in a couple of the towns okay. and you know you sort of get your feel and what you like and the thing is too is like once you finally get your town like where you like to go, that's really the only one and and, and there you know so you that's just, the
3: process though you sample and then you yeah. you, you decide what town's your town. And that's that. Yeah,
2: like we, like huh. I, you know, as a kid, we went to Ocean City, we went to Wildwood Crest, we, right. You know, and you know where you land is like your beach town. No one can convince you otherwise.
0: Okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. There's an ownership thing. It seems is I'm, there? I'm picking up totally. on oh, yes. so especially if indoctrin- you legitimately own yeah. property, right? I'm being indoctrinated into this. There's a pride of what what your town is, what your beach is, and all that stuff. You I think know, if it. I won the
4: lottery, I'd buy a place in Cape May Point. I, I, that's my favorite town. I think.
0: All right, number two
4: on this. Number one. Two.
9: Well, that's a little more aggressive. That? That's
0: from, uh, that's from uh, Hamilton, by the way. Oh. Uh, those are the, the ten rules of dueling. Casey I... Kasem is Alexander Hamilton. All right, number two is Cape May. All right, Cape May. Number one beach in New Jersey for three years yeah. running is finally dethroned. It says, but let's be honest, the beach at exit zero on the Garden State Parkway is basically 1A. Perfect sand, picturesque boardwalk, dining options that make the town one of the state's top food des- designations. And blocks of gorgeous Victorian architecture make the long trip down to the state southern tip well worth it. So, All right, and then number one. Number one. <laughs> I'm not familiar with. Beach Haven.
2: It's on L- LBI.
0: According to NJ.com. Oh. Okay.
2: Beach Haven?
0: Yeah. Uh, it says, for the first time in the history of our rankings, a new number one takes the crown. Beach Haven has been knocking on the door for a long time, fishing and finishing in the top four every year. One of the southernmost beaches on Long Beach Island is knocking no more. It's here. Uh, the mellow vibe combined with pristine beach, some of the best surrounding food and entertainment in the state, make a truly perfect beach destination. Any of you guys ever been there? Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah. Okay. LBI is That's interesting good. because there's, there's I think, just the one way in and out. And so when you get onto that island, you then have to make a decision. You're going north or you going south. Uh, and it's it's a long drive. Like, when you get to Wildwood Crest or, or wild the Wildwoods, there's a bunch of different ways to get onto that island.
0: Yes. Uh, I believe with LBI, there's just the one. And it's just oh, wow. it, it makes it um, interesting. Wow. I, I would imagine... It makes it a long yeah, yeah. trip to get as off you of can there. imagine. You, <laughs> so, you can when you need to. <laughs> was you, you, you this could
2: could was um this was our day trip spot <clears throat> like okay. as, as as a kid um in high school where we would go with our friends. This is where we would where we would go. I don't know what traffic is like now, but you know when we were going in high school, we we were fine. It wasn't too bad getting there. What's the
4: most northern beach in New Jersey? Isn't it uh, that the one where the nude beach is? That Sandy Hook? Because uh, we've talked about that Cape a couple Cod. No, like, you can see no, Manhattan from further north. Yeah, that's... You got to keep going, Steve. That's Massachusetts. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Um, that's near Boston. Oh, uh, uh, okay. I've heard. But we've talked about that nude beach in Sandy Hook uh, more than once. And, uh, yeah, Case, you can see Manhattan from there. You can see the uh, Freedom
0: Tower. Right. That's got to be pretty cool. Um, by the way, Marissa handed me this note. She, she was at the uh, Dinner on Block in York City over the weekend. And she learned that MTV is filming Jersey Shore 2.0 in AC mm. this summer. That's pretty wild. She took a picture of it and posted on social media. Yeah, maybe we should audition. Maybe we should.
2: (laughs) I was in New York on Long Island this past weekend at a place called Nickerson Beach, and just the difference between the beaches, you know, like our Jersey Shore and there, it's just like it's completely different. I mean, it it was beautiful, and and you know, I loved it there, but just the difference, I was like, you know, yeah. uh,
9: no,
3: so growing up on Long Island, we had um, all of the you know you had your your, your beaches. We had a multitude of beaches, yeah. and you eventually settled on your one.
2: But just even the way they do, you know, even the way they they go to the beach yeah. is different than us. Absolutely. Well,
0: I realized that we didn't do the city beat here. We did the beach bum. Oh, because oh. uh, oh, that's right. all, that's sure all did. we have time for. Uh, it wasn't so even the city beat. I apologize. It. I have more city beat stories. Maybe we'll get to them in a little while. Uh, so I guess this has been the beach bum. I don't know which I just made up. Or have we had that character before? No, no, no. We know. can do
5: the beach bum. Uh, no, Absolutely. Did. Yeah, did we did. Because um, we even had theme music for it. Did we? Or, yeah. it Was, was that, it Wipeout? It, it might have been was like Mr. It, it might have been a Dick Dale song. All right.
0: Okay. All right. Well, anyhow, that's uh, NJ.com, The full article they have on their website, but it's all forty four New Jersey beaches ranked worst uh, to best for number one again for this year. Number one, Beach Haven. Beach Haven. Yeah, but uh, but more in our area, Cape May. Uh, came in at number two which is a lot of it's been number one many times before alright with that let's take a break come back in just a moment because I got some bizarre file stories I think you shall enjoy stay with us if you like
6: what you hear you can see it too check out Preston and Steve's daily rush on PrestonandSteve.com
1: podcasts oh yeah
7: MMR's got them. There's the fun size and bizarre file editions, along with Preston and Steve full show podcasts, plus the MMR archives podcast and more. Click podcasts on WMMR.com.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve show podcast.
13: We're going on hey, Fox today right now. How much time you should be spending with your friends. And the question is, how much is too much and how little is too little? So we want to get to Preston and Steve. Hey, hey, guys, hey guys. you guys have lots of friends, right?
0: You got a handful here and there. Steve doesn't. I'm very lonely. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
13: Okay.
3: Um, I mean, uh, classically, I'm what you would refer to as a prospector. So I'm up in the mountains a lot panning for gold.
13: Mm. (laughs) Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. (laughs) Well, what about this study? I want y'all to hear this. Apparently, more than 50% of Americans, they want to see their friends at least four times a month.
0: Wow. Okay. Isn't
13: that surprising?
0: It is. It is.
13: Uh, How old were these people that were polled? I don't think we
0: have that info. Okay, see, that's a good point. I, I think yeah. I, I think that it kind of changes with with age because at a uh, in, in your in your you know teens and twenties, I think you want to see your friends all the time. Um, and or, or do you guys think it's surprising that they only that four is a small number, or is that what do you think? Yeah.
11: I think
13: both ways. I think it's the question is how much do you want to see your friends and how often do you actually do it. So I feel like four is a good number for me. I'm married with kids, so that's once a weekend. Yeah, so that's what that's a good number. That for That makes me sense. In my I agree. Life. Yeah. However, that's it's... not too much. That would be every weekend for the whole month. Like that's there's three days in a weekend. It doesn't mean all weekend. It's like dinner, <laughs> well, you know. Alan... you, you take off on Mondays. For the rest of us, it's two.
3: <laughs> <laughs> At a certain point, though, can you guys
0: can you guys agree that Karen? I don't think she likes you because you can take a day off. Yeah. It's definitely. It we some all get to there. put in our own vacation. Everybody yeah. <laughs>
13: can have free choice what they want to do. Karen's like you snooze, you lose. No, yeah. it's great though. But I'm just saying, if you have two days, it's what doesn't have time? to be
2: a weekend? I mean, like so I'm going to get my nails done with my girlfriend uh, today. Oh, yeah. we, we are at least once a week, and if we miss a week, it's like I start getting text messages. When are we doing margaritas? It's been too oh. long. So, oh, that's cute.
3: But you're, that's Alex, you're idea. out and about all the time. So, so you're 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 socializing all the time. Right? I mean, I see you on Instagram. <laughs> Uh, I, th- I think there's a happy meeting where you get to the point in life where you're only seeing the friends that the person at the front desk lets visit your room, right? So you're in a retirement home, right? And that's how oh it goes. Oh, my
13: God.
9: Yeah.
3: So that's, that's the perfect scenario. I think I also
13: think it changes if you're like like Karen, said, if you're married and you have kids, like, yeah, I'm out, but you know, I'm single, so what else do I have to do? I'll yeah. just go out and see people and you know, make that happen. But I wonder if it's different between men and women too. Because like listening to Kathy say, Oh, once a week, like, are guys that way? Like, hey, it's been a week or so, I need I, to see you. I'll
4: be honest, I miss my friends. Like, I, you know, you get so bogged down with the sort of the day-to-day and the things that are going on in your life yeah. routinely. Like I, I miss seeing the people that I consider my best friends in life, and I try to make time. I've I made it a point in my life. More recently, to like set aside time to see those guys,
0: you know. If if I saw the 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 couple, because my wife and I would do like couple hangouts. If I saw mm-hmm. the, the the couple that we consider our best friends, if I saw them four times in one month, that would be like, wow, we Too are much. spending a <laughs> lot of time. <laughs> no, <there>. no <laughs> I don't like you that much. It'd be a good thing, but you know, I only see him like once a month, and that's about it. Doctor
13: Mike,
3: my, my Doctor Mike is my my bestie. I, oh, just my a gosh. couple times a year.
13: Yeah. yeah. Well, during Eagles season, though, I feel like men, you, people probably see each other more. Because every Uh-oh. Sunday, you're like, what's your plan? Let's watch the game.
5: Okay, that makes sense, too.
3: Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's all depending on, on, I think, what your life is demanding of you and how much time you have to do that. Yeah.
13: That's so true. Yeah. Let's all well, consider thanks, it. gang. Thank yeah. you, guys. L- let's have a friend hang out. Oh,
0: all right. yeah. all right. yeah. I want to hang with Alex. She goes everywhere and parties with everybody. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. She does. Yes. That's the truth. Their opinion That's of me. A <laughs> She's a party She's a party at Yeah. 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 All right. We'll see you guys. All right. So, she was okay, at uh, the uh, the Atlantic City Dinner on Block with Marissa. Yeah, Marissa, yeah yes, they've, they've been hanging out a lot. Absolutely. Yeah. All right. We do need to get a look at traffic see what's going on this morning. And what do you have for us, Kathy?
2: So we have a lot happening. New Jersey turned pike southbound uh, at the Delaware Memorial Toll Bridge Plaza, uh, no, Delaware Memorial Bridge Toll Plaza, uh, up to Hawksbridge Road, which is exit one. You've got stop traffic. Only the right shoulder is getting by. So two lanes are blocked here. They've got the shoulder open so you can squeeze past it, but uh, it's really a, a problem this morning. On the 42 freeway northbound, you're jammed from College Drive to 41. There's an accident there in the left lane. Uh, 295 northbound at 73, an accident cleared. Also northbound from 168 to Route 70. You have some volley there And then uh, we'll go to the 30 bypass eastbound. You're stopped 113 to 202. The left lane there blocked with an accident. Uh, Pennsylvania Turnpike westbound slowing Willow Grove to Fort Washington. On the Blue Route northbound, you're jammed 95 to the media bypass. Uh, on the Schuylkill eastbound, that's slow 202 into Belmont. Heavy the boulevard to the Vine westbound. Pascheon to the Vine, the boulevard out to the Blue Route. Uh, and then on the boulevard southbound expect volume ninth to fox this traffic report brought to you by audible take audible along this summer and listen to best-selling audiobooks exclusive originals and podcasts start with a free 30-day trial at audible.com and that's your traffic on 93.3 wmr
1: no. wmr presents Desire. Kristen and steve's Aizarre. bizarre Final.
0: All right, brought to you by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and listeners. You get 15% off when you mention their hour show to them. So go to DryTechCorp.com. Uh, a Vermont man has been charged with aggravated assault and resisting arrest after dramatic video allegedly shows him using... An excavator to attack state (laughs) troopers last week. (laughs) Yeah, it's crazy. It's like a robot. Officers were looking into an aggravated assault and burglary in Hardwick, Vermont, when Wayne and Amy Tallman, whose son was suspected, who was a suspect that they were trying to arrest, began to impede them. So video recorded from a dash cam shows Wayne Tallman swinging the excavator's bucket towards the officers. Uh, Vermont State Police say they arrested both Tallman and his son, and there weren't any injuries. The excavator operator in the video decided to move the machine's bucket towards the officers during the arrest attempt. Later in the clip, the state troopers react as the bucket gets closer to them. And the police police commander said in a statement, They don't have a scenario at the academy where we practice this one. (laughs) It's Um, almost like that large
3: robot movie that Ron Perlman's in. What is
0: that movie, Kathy?
2: Oh, but it was like. What? Which I can't believe you Pacific <laughs> Rim. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. Great job, Kathy. Man. Nailed it. I'm like, yeah. why <laughs> does he think I'm going to know this?
0: <laughs> we mentioned it like a dozen times earlier this morning. I was thinking,
2: what was the other one that I kept doing in the the contest? Um, sense and, sensibility.
0: Oh, okay. sense
9: and sensibility.
0: <laughs> Yeah, large fighting robots in sense and senses. <laughs> that would have been good. All right, officials in Thailand arrested two women at uh, an airport in Bangkok after they said uh, they said 109 live animals were found in their luggage before they boarded a plane. And they were horses. The animals were found Monday in two suitcases after an x-ray inspection. Wildlife officials discovered uh, two white porcupines, what? two arm- two armadillos, 35 turtles, 50 lizards, and 20 snakes in the baggage. So, yeah, they fed all kinds of stuff Mm. in there. Police arrested uh, Nathia Raja and Sakaya Abraham, who were uh, preparing to board the flight to India. Uh, The women were charged with violating Wildlife Conservation and Protection Act of 2019. The oldest high IQ society has accepted its youngest member ever, uh, she is from Oldham County, Kentucky. Isla McNabb is a normal two-year-old child. Two years uh, old. Yeah, she loves to run around, play with the toys mm-hmm. and her cat, but her parents noticed something was different about her. Her father said, uh, "Her Father Jason said, she just had an affinity for the alphabet, and then she started sounding out the different letters. Then we started out with some simple words, and she sounded them out. Uh, soon after, Isla was reading. She was reading at, at a kindergarten level at two years old. You don't get hit kindergarten until you're five. Right, you know, right. Guy? Uh, Intrigued by the young girl's abilities, her psychiatrist suggested getting her an IQ test. Isla tested in the 99th percentile for her age group. Uh, Soon, her impressive test score. Uh, After that, the two-year-old was invited to join Mensa, making her the youngest member ever inducted. I'm Uh, fascinated
5: by cyber currency. Excuse me (laughs) now. Poop in my pants. (laughs) And smear it on the walls. Oh,
11: my
14: God.
11: (laughs) But crypto does fascinate me, I have to say.
3: (laughs) On some levels, she's, like, way ahead. Yeah, and on other ways, she's just a two-year-old. Yeah, yeah.
12: By the way, this is
5: poop that's smeared in my hair. (laughs) I see. Sort of a uh, temporary, or would you say, de facto hair gel.
0: Could you tell us about the Large Hadron Collider?
10: Yes, I'm
5: fascinated by it, but I think there are fallacies in the structure itself that are impeding real scientific progress. Now, if you excuse me, I have to poop on the cat.
0: Uh, So McNabb said we reached out to them, uh, Mensa, and they confirmed that she was the youngest member. And now Isla continues to read more and, and more words. Uh, her mother. There's no words on it. Uh, her mother said uh, she can read over 500 words. We've honestly stopped counting.
7: I can't read it. There's no. <laughs> there's no words on it.
0: Uh, the couple joked that they can no longer spell out words to hide them from their child, their child, because oh, uh, she knows what they're spelling out. So, so you know,
3: people wow. who have this kind of intellect, are, it's a can be a blessing mm-hmm. and can also be a curse in life. So I, I
0: hope it plays out right for her. Yep, absolutely. Uh, Umer Kumar vaguely remembers shoving a silver coin up a nostril as a four-year-old and then forgot all about it. <laughs> and it was never spotted despite countless sore noses and trips to the doctor. But now, at last, he has noticed a change for the better. Umair said, when I got over the shock, I felt pure relief. So, apparently, he had headed downstairs at his home in South London, holding his nose as it was hurting him more than usual. Huh. He said, I could feel something hard in it. Now, his mom, Afshim told him to blow his nose. So he went back upstairs. Uh, He held his left nostril and breathed out quickly from his right. And he came back down 15 minutes later and stood there, his mom said, and a uh, five-pence coin came out of his nose. Out of his nose? Yeah, so he'd shoved it up there when he was four years old and just forgot about it. Uh, She said, we all just stopped eating. I can remember asking him, are you serious? I can't believe that we never knew that. Uh, At a hospital in London, uh he said young ch- or hospital in london had uh stated uh that uh, young children have a fascination with inserting things in their nostrils and a 5 pence coin or the perfect size to disappear and be forgotten so, so but the thing is enormous to not to not yeah. know, yeah i don't know how many years later but it was like it was like 10 years later Jeez. at least so pretty wild all right and let's see we'll do one more story and then we will wrap it up all right here's a here's a money shot one for you A man on a Southwest flight, Southwest Airlines, was arrested after reportedly airdropping a photo of himself receiving oral sex to random passengers on Saturday. A viral TikTok video showed the man identified as Larry as he was called out by passengers and spoken to by a member of the flight crew. In a video, Larry confesses... And apologizes to the crew member and says he was just having some fun. Uh, Hey, Larry. In a follow-up video, the poster said that Larry continued to look at the image that he sent after he was told off. She said that Larry was escorted off the plane and that she and a few other passengers talked to investigators from the FBI. The incident occurred on a flight from Detroit to to Denver. Larry was arrested upon arrival. Uh, The video showed a middle-aged man with sparse white hair and dark-framed glasses, sitting in an aisle seat with an iPad propped up on his tray as a female flight attendant approached him. Uh, The woman filming told the attendant, this man is airdropping inappropriate photos, and I don't think we should look at it. The flight attendant asked the man if he did, and if he is Larry, which he confirmed. She said, why are you doing that? And he goes, just having a little fun. Come on. Uh, The woman filming said it's sexual harassment, mainly. It's disgusting. It's assault. So... Uh, The flight attendant said that uh, that's going to be an issue, and then the video cuts off. So, in a follow-up video, the woman who filmed the incident explained that she had received a request for an airdrop from Larry's iPad, and that when she accepted it, the explicit photo of Larry appeared. (laughs) She said she immediately noticed that the man across... It was the man across the aisle from her, had his iPad open, and was selecting available devices to send airdrops to Because, you know, you get the list
3: in your airdrop category. Now, you do have to accept... But she's like, what is this? Yeah. And, and just ex- did it and didn't realize. I've
2: so, gotten that alert before, though, but I never accept them.
0: I've never had it from someone I don't know. I've no, never had no. it pop up randomly. You can and, select? And I wouldn't. I you can select so,
4: uh, so that it comes from contacts only. Uh, so there's there are three selections. You can turn it off. And so then keep you Larry se- in there. <laughs> yeah, no, turn Larry off. <laughs> Larry would be the first one to turn it off. But it's it's everyone, uh, contacts, and then turn it off. I think that I have,
0: I might have everyone open. Have you ever I'm got anything sure. for Larry? Never oh, Larry, no. no. Uh, the woman asked him if he had sent the photo, and he said he did, and that he'd done it on purpose, and that he had sent it to other people. She oh, then cool. uh, uh, the, she called the flight attendant and filmed the altercation. Uh, it's that's just what a man. little picture of my getting <clears throat> mouthwashed. It's just, <laughs> oh, my God. it's just Larry having a little fun. Oh, I just having fun on a flight. God, yeah. Kill the time, kill the All board, right. you know what I'm saying? All right, and there you go. That's what I have in the B file for you. <laughs> uh, don't forget, we have a secret text word today. <clears throat> Chance for you to win tickets, a uh, family four-pack, actually. Uh, to the 2022 Philly Balloon and Music Festival, and that is taking place uh, this weekend in Glenmore, Chester County. There's a bunch of cool stuff going on. Obviously, the hot air balloons, and food trucks, and live music, and all this stuff. So. Tickets and info at PhillyBalloonFest.com. Sounds cool. If you want to win, text the word secret to 39333. That's all you got to do. The secret to 39333. We're going to send a word to you. I ask you to call him with a word later on. We'll also grab a random texture to give away a four pack as well. We're going to take a break and we'll come back in a moment. We hope you'll stay with us. WMMR.
7: We're not just in your car anymore. Ask Alexa to open MMR, and we'll come streaming right into your house. And we promise, we're not listening to you doing stuff that often.
0: I'm going to try and catch up on some shard outs real quick. This one says, hey, you crumb bums. It uh, says, this isn't quite a number two from the number seven hole. Uh, I guess it's... <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, the number seven hole. Yeah, Remember no. the the, yeah. the yeah. diagram of... Well, actually, it's a graphic photo of... Yes. A, With numbers. Woman's parts and her her numbers. Anyhow, uh, so he's requesting a turnout (laughs) for his wife and number two son. Preston (laughs) gave a real nice juicy one on air for my wife, Kim, almost two years ago when she delivered our firstborn Liam via C-section after 50 hours of laboring. Wow. Only to find out he was breech. God knows she damn well needed and deserved it. And thankfully, this time around, our newest addition, Luca, uh, was able to arrive yesterday evening. Or this is actually on Thursday, the 23rd, last week. Via the number five hole. (laughs)
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And gave
0: his mother a much shorter labor and well-deserved VBAC delivery experience. VBAC. What what does VBAC say? Uh, Vaginal. uh, Vaginal birth. Awesome Casey. Okay, that's <laughs> there <they're, they're laughs> very
4: specific.
0: Yeah. The, the one person. Uh, uh could I kind of request right. for Steve and Casey to give a nice uh it says Tom Jones explosion. Uh-huh. Uh for Kim and the latest. We don't have to do Tom Jones if you guys don't have it ready. We can uh, do it. Uh latest Preston and Steve W M M R fan Luca Anthony Gunning. Is the baby shark? <laughs> Gadzooks and scram. That is from uh, Chris Gunning. So okay. here's here's a shout out for you. No, we don't need to hear that. No. Okay.
9: Yeah!
0: Uh, then another quick one. Uh, this is from uh, Dave uh, Coonley. Says uh, if you guys don't mind, can you get a uh, a shout out? I uh, hope you guys can squeeze a little one from our daughter, Gloria Devine. She graduated from Highland Regional High School in Blackwood, New Jersey, on June 15th. And her mom and I couldn't be happier, or more proud of her accomplishments. She was diagnosed with ADD years ago in grade school. And her studies have always been a struggle for her, trying to get her to focus on her schoolwork. We are beyond ecstatic. She's accomplished this huge, formidable goal. And that she now has a world of opportunity opened up before her. Thanks from Dave. That's cool. Good for you guys. Happy to hear that. All right. Um... I have another one. I'll get to that later on. But I saw this article. I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, and apparently, authors are starting to protest Amazon's ebook return policy that people are increasingly using to read books and then cancel the purchase, which costs the writers money. So under Amazon's policy, buyers have seven days to cancel an accidental purchase, and some people are reading ebooks in less than seven days, then canceling the purchase. With the practice being shared online as a quote life hack, right? But when people do that, the income deposited for authors' royalty payments when the ebook was bought is deducted, so they don't get the money for the product that mm-hmm. they're selling. So somebody purchases a book on their Kindle, yeah, right, and, yeah. and reads
3: it in before seven days, which is not unheard of. No, you can uh, do you that. You can burn through a book,
9: yeah, uh,
2: re- especially if it's like a
3: beach book, and then you return it. it. Yep. I think that window should be a lot.
2: Wait so so smaller okay but then you can not, you return an ebook then you return it and it just goes they, off your Kindle? they re,
3: they refund your they refund your purchase. yeah and they so take I, it off of your device as, if, you, as if it was because you if you accidentally purchased it um, you know they they give right, you, but they're but giving can you, can you a you, full seven days seems a lot
2: can yeah. you download it though and then you still have it like I don't know. can people
0: I don't know how those work I don't I don't go through Amazon I, I like well, my books through. Um, uh, audible but you do download those yes. yeah well, yeah I mean honestly why
4: not use a library like you can they're rent, free you can rent ebooks hey, from a library I know
0: my friend my friend will told me he's like dude I found this awesome setup it's you books for free. it's unbelievable
11: it's called it's the, the library. library yeah
4: and you can get ebooks there and uh and for, free. for your devices yeah well yeah. Hit, so, hit,
0: let me ask you this how yeah. does an author how do they?
4: There's got to be some kind of, like, library association that, that um, it's illegal. has, has, has a, an agreement with publishers, I would think. I yeah, maybe. You know, and, yeah, like, the, my library that. gives away cocaine.
2: But wait, wow. so... Yeah. <laughs> Well, <laughs>
3: I mean, they're doing all sorts of illegal stuff.
2: My right. library is, well, no, I'm not going to go there. But anyway, <laughs> okay. um, what was I saying? Okay, so does, so with, okay, if, when we would go to the library right. and then we, you would take books out and then you would return them with the ebooks, does it then disappear? You know, maybe yeah. it disappears off of your Kindle it after. Does. Okay, so if that's the case, then really the authors are only, like, if it was a printed book, they're really only giving them, say, one or two if that's all that's carried in the, you know what I mean? So to them, I would imagine that's worth it.
4: Yeah, you're renting a book, and he, but you're just renting an electronic version of it. Oh, it's um, you can call it a life hack,
0: but it's stealing. <laughs> yes, it That's is this Amazon
4: it's thing. Yeah. Real quick, yeah. before, before I no, go back,
0: that there, I'm, it's funny that we're ta- that you had mentioned the library, Nick, because I got a great email from somebody that says, uh, "Hey guys, I don't know if you're aware, uh, and they're talking to me specifically, but uh, living I live near a top notch library. I know you've mentioned uh, being a Stephen King fan on the air before, but I really just wanted to pass along." Uh, about this great community resource and i believe we're starting a dnd club as well this is the indian valley public library i've never been there right it says uh there's a lot to do here books mo- uh, music movies clubs and events blood drives yoga volunteer opportunities and more we have things available Activities. online too yeah i didn't know that Ooh. uh <laughs> somebody squealed <laughs> yeah. send
2: me that info uh
0: and they put together a video that showcases the resources. I haven't watched it yet, but I'll check that out. That's from a, a Nick uh, Hagdorn, who is the de- development officer there. So, all right. Uh, all right, I'll check that out. I
5: had heard um, something similar, and, and you can call it a life hacking, you can call it stealing, whatever you want. Uh, but people would go out and buy a big TV for the Super Bowl. Right, yeah, yeah. And then watch oh, the Super Bowl it. and return then return it. the TV right. the next day Ooh. or two.
0: So that's what I wanted to throw out here. Like, what, what have you or heard of ha- or have done? Yeah that you buy use and then return because there are some things there are people do it all the time with different things that you can do that i bought i bought some uh, uh musical instruments recently some cymbals and drums and things like that and i was asking the guy i'm like okay what's the policy on this let's say i get this home and i mix it in with my other equipment i play and i don't like the way it sounds i have used it i've hit it i've you know uh put a little wear on it and he's like no you got you got like you know Two weeks or whatever to get it back in. I'm like, okay, good. Do you know what i like, all the time? It, buy it, play a gig,
3: return it, you yeah. know? Well, who does it all the time is uh, wardrobe providers for photo shoots. A lot of times they'll go to a store. Oh, stylist? Right, yeah. right. Oh, my God. Is that like a standard?
2: It's a standard, and I don't know how they get away with it. Like, I'm not sure how... They
3: go get the clothing, and I guess they keep whatever you, they keep.
2: Yeah, well, you you guys know my best friend is a stylist, and she, I mean, buys hundreds, sometimes thousands of dollars worth of clothing, they will wear it. Now, she won't return things like underwear or bathing suits or anything like that. Like, usually she'll buy those cheap and then the girls just keep that. But, like, clothing... Yeah, like she'll go back and return hundreds of dollars worth of stuff. Mm. Now there are there are companies that she has a deal with where that's the agreement, and okay. they know she's bringing it back. But there are certainly other places where she's just returning that's hundreds of wild. dollars worth. Okay. Now well, they didn't, they also didn't wear it like out to a bar right. or a party or a wedding or whatever it you know it or was, a mud run. It was for you know <laughs> ten minutes for whatever the show is, and then it gets returned.
3: Um, uh, what about you? Have you ever done? Is, I see. Uh, I'm I'm loath to return. Oh, yeah, just in general. me too. So so um, you don't impress me as the returning
4: kind of guy. No,
0: but in my earlier days to cut corners, I might have done something like that. I just don't ever remember doing do that. Do people
4: do it with formal wear? Because And we've rented uh, tuxes from our friend at Ak- Akabuchi, right? Is that you yeah, Akabuchi. Akabuchi, yeah, and, um, and that's fine. But I wonder if people will buy, like, a prom dress and yeah. return that. No,
2: Nick, there's, um, they, they go to, to measures. I mean, I'm sure pe- somebody has found a way to get around it, but they go to measures to make sure that you can't do that. Oh. So there's a special, a lot of them have a special tag on them that you can't, even if you had the device to um, reattach it, uh, it's a separate string. It's a different type of string. And then they also put these, like, they're very thick. It's almost like a sensor um, that doesn't get taken off when you leave the store. They put that. Wow. And so you would almost not be able to wear the dress with mm. that in there because you could either see it or it feels weird Mm. um and so once that's cut out that's it gotcha
5: i wonder if uh, there's got to be people out there who will go
3: out for a meal uh eat half of it knowing full well send it back yeah yeah uh that well that's that's akin to the you know bringing a bug with you and putting it i mean Mm -hmm. that's an old ripoff thing to but but you you did use part
0: of it you didn't return the whole thing let me let me try this to see what you guys think so i'm gonna go to, uh, to paul here hey paul good morning Hey, rock and roll. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Paul. We'll give you one of <laughs> those. All right. What, what have you done as far as buying something, uh, using it, and returning it?
14: Yeah, so I'm from Delco, and a couple times I've bought hand trucks to purchase appliances, a large equipment out of Delaware, and then uh, just a
15: save on sales tax, and then I'll return it You know, the next day when
14: I'm done. So
0: just using it one time. There's yep. no real wear and tear that you've put on it. You're, ne- you're nope, probably you're not going to use it again. You
12: pick it up and then return it when you're done.
0: I don't hate that. <laughs> I mean... Save
12: you some money, man. Uh, yeah. I Next mean, time, say you're from Bucksco, though.
0: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, and you have a horrible yeah. narcotic habit. <laughs> um, no, I, I well, mean, because uh, think about it. If Paul buys this thing. He's not going to use it for years and years and years, maybe never again. You know what I mean? What about rentals? So...
3: Can you go? Can you go to like a Home Depot or a Lowe's or any place that might have something like that? And are there rentals for that kind of probably? Um,
5: yeah, probably, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a ton of different rentals, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, you can rent tools. I bought a
5: a fence panel from Lowe's last year, and (laughs) I'm an idiot. Okay, you guys, you guys know me for a long time. Uh, I couldn't fit it in the car, so I had to strap it to the roof. But I didn't have straps for the roof, so I ended up buying straps. (laughs) <laughs> I, I could have returned them because I will never use these straps ever again in my life. You can't say never. Well, you're right about yeah. that, but I, you know, a year later, I still haven't used them or found a, a need to use them. But, but I, I, you know, they they were good straps. You know, they're probably, I don't know, like 20, 30 bucks or something like that. Um, I could have returned them. I, I did. Well, there's a
3: lot you could return,
5: but yeah. You, have <laughs> you returned things that you. Not like that. All right. Uh, no, I've never, I, I mean, as far as I can remember, because I am far from uh, being a perfect person, uh, but as far as I can remember, I have never done anything like that where I purposely returned something after using it, knowing full well that purchase with a knowledge you're going to. Okay. I remember one time I, I bought uh, running sneakers and I ran in them, and uh, I didn't like the way they felt. The problem was. I ran on a track with them and the track ended up having putting this like clay type of uh yeah uh, it's cool. it's a, it doesn't
2: matter you can if if oh, you, i scrubbed
5: scrub them I got a scrub brush Yeah, But you I don't s-
2: even have to you you can take them back so you guys are thinking when you um you guys know I'm queen of returns yeah. uh so when you're returning something that it's going right back on the shelf and they're going to put it there as new that's not always the case and they know that they know when you're bringing items back um, they're going to inspect it before they put it out on their shelf. If it is as new and it wasn't used, it will probably go on the shelf. Huh. If it was, Casey, like your sneakers, you know they have all different kinds of uh, you know different things that, that they do with returned items. It's not always going back on the shelf as new.
0: Uh, some text uh, coming in. This one says: Bought a ladder, change a high light bulb, returned it the next day. <laughs> wow. Um, and I, then, I just I don't.
2: I mean that's. I like, don't know if I, I could do that, but but for that. You, try, like, you tried it, and it didn't work out. Or, do you know what I'm saying? As far as, as returning it, it was one day. What what use?
3: This ladder doesn't work. What well, do you that, mean?
2: No, but I'm just saying, like it's, it's, the, it's not like you're taking it back, and it's heavily used. Did it allow you to get
0: higher than you were when you <laughs> bought it? Uh, there are a number of people texting in about things like from Home Depot, a lot of tools, uh-huh. that it may be cheaper to go and purchase it. I would say use this. Use it once and then return it. Again, I think
3: at a difference to the business or the, the people that are employed by the business, I, and I get it. I don't think you're a, a hardcore felon if you return something, but if it, there is the possibility of, of renting, uh, you know, and uh, well, and- they offer those services like
4: Home Depot. You can rent from there, you right? Go. So why and not do that?
0: Right. Casey, this is what you were saying earlier. His text says has a huge Super Bowl party for Eagles at a community center with about two hundred people catered. Bought projector and surround sound, returned it the next day. Hmm. Oh boy. So wow. Some people will do that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> that just seems like such a hassle. Like, I wouldn't. The, doing returns is not. I mean, the stores make it easy, but I mean, it's still, I don't know, time out of your day. Like, taking down a whole sound system and a TV and all that, that's too much.
0: Or, uh, but I mean, how much money would that cost, Steve? How many, you know? For, for two a few grand? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. If you're so, doing a
3: full system, yeah. yeah.
0: Uh, Let's go to a couple of calls here. And, yeah, let me go to uh, Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Pork chop sandwiches. Mm. Pork chop sandwiches. What's up, buddy?
12: Hey, so my kids are in their
0: 20s now, but we used to take,
12: you know, a couple road trips uh, when they were younger, you know, 15 years ago, before you could download movies to your phone and do all that with laptops. So I used to go to Target or Walmart and buy... Those screens that go in the back of the seats in the back of the car. Yeah. Because I their car. I probably did that a dozen times. We would take two trips
3: a year, and I would just buy them, use them for the trip, pack them back up, take them back to the store. Did you ever get any crap on that, Matt? From uh, would, would the uh, the store give you any trouble, or was it just no, effortless? no, not
12: at no. all? I huh. took care of them. I saved the box, saved everything, used them. You know, you you have to bring the DVDs with you, plug it in, the kids could watch them. Take the trip, whatever, drive to Florida, come back. For, for as back many times box. as you
3: used it, did the notion of ever purchasing it enter your mind? No.
9: <laughs> okay,
3: okay. I, I, I was too cheap. Too cheap. Okay, right. yeah.
0: Thanks, man. By the way, a text coming in saying uh, Home Depot has started to catch on. It says, I personally am not allowed to return things to the depot anymore. There
3: you go. Oh, so doing uh, that's out. what I was wondering. If, if you are a recidivist often. off the charts, they're probably going to get you... They're going to notice your trend, and they're going to nip that in the proverbial
4: well, bud. Preston, did you see if, the one that came in that said um, they rented a... Or they bought, quote-unquote, bought a, an air conditioner for a few months in the summer? No. Yeah, and so it, um, I don't know if it was a big-box store or whatever, but they, they the return policy was three months. They kept it for three months and then returned it. Three months? And they used it throughout the summer, yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, I mean, the
2: the return policy, though, if Home Depot is catching on, that's got to be excessive. Because, I mean, yes. I, I literally mm. shop online... And I get stuff, and you know, I would say half, if not more, gets returned. Now I'm not wearing it out and returning it; it's it's fully new. But I mean, if if they're looking just at returns, I might be in trouble. Yeah, remember that Amazon guy returned like so much stuff that they banned him from returning.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think this guy, though, if, if you're going to, to Home Depot all the time and you're you're buying, you know, a, Big cir- price a circular saw a few times, yeah, yeah, what they might figure out the dude, you just gotta you gotta buy one yeah. and keep it. Uh, Let me go next to Steve. Hey, Steve, good morning. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks, buddy. What's up? Uh, I was calling. This is uh, kind of a family story where one of my cousins, who was a little more well-off to do, I think a couple of years ago, was backpacking and traveling with some friends and went to rent a car. And they couldn't actually. the rental car place was out. So they went across the street to a
15: dealership and he bought a car. And they basically drove it around for where they had to go for the whole weekend and then returned it and sold it back to another car
0: dealership. Oh, so he resold it?
15: Yes. Okay. I have no idea, like, the numbers. It was some generic kind of sedan, but obviously he probably sold it for a lot less than he bought oh. it. But, yeah.
5: yes. <laughs> Unless he, like, bought it pre-owned.
0: Uh, I, I don't know. I, right. Um, Huh. All right, thanks, Steve. I don't know how that would work out. By the way, Nick pulled this up. REI has a one-year return policy. No receipt, no question. I yeah. know. I, I've
4: used that, but it, like, it's just for products that like weren't great or whatever, and I, I felt like returning. But um, I don't know. It, it, it seems like there's a bit of like an understanding with a company like REI. Like, You're not going to uh, hopefully take advantage of right. that. And, and so it, it seems to me like there's this sort of they get what you're doing and you get what they're doing, and, and you don't want to abuse that system.
2: Nordstrom has, there. I don't think there is a limit on it. You could ever? have, no. Like if you have something that is three years old, really? you can return it. Because
3: LL Bean stopped that practice. They did, yeah. yeah. That,
4: that was lifetime.
3: That was any time ever in the, in the lifetime of the product, you could return it. Yeah.
0: I wear uh I have Maui Jim sunglasses and the reason that I bought those is cuz they have a really good return policy. My mom worked at a store where that was the brand that they sold and they had cool-looking yeah. you know, shades and everything and I sure enough I tried it out one time cuz one of the one of the things so one of the bands snapped on it and uh it was a little bit of a process to go through but they had to inspect it and make sure that there wasn't anything that you You know, that that looked like you did it on purpose or something along those lines. Right,
4: right. That encourages brand loyalty. Like, you you remember that you like Maui Jam and that you want to buy, you know, next time you need a pair of sunglasses, you're going to buy from them. Same thing with REI. Like, I'm going to go back to that store knowing if I really need to, I can return.
2: Hmm. um this is a sort of a little life hack that I learned um with sunglasses if you scratch your your lens or, or something happens to it um you can often uh I'm, I'm sure it's certain companies but you can often send send it into them and they'll just replace that lens like you don't need to go buy or if the lens cracks or something you don't need to go buy all new frames they'll just replace the lens for you
0: and that's most sunglasses
2: yeah. it's it's a lot of brands okay. yeah all right think there's I um, I just, I, I I could take
3: advantage of it. I just don't think to do that. Be- yeah. Because I'm just like, uh, I, don't, I, I don't know. I know, you know,
2: oftentimes you'll just go out and buy. Right. Snoop, but I had a pair, the way I found out, I had a pair that I loved, and I dropped them on the ground, and it's, and I couldn't wear them. Like, the scratches were just so deep, and I called the company, and because they didn't sell it anymore. And I'm like, look, I, you don't sell this this frame anymore, and I love it. And they were like, oh, send it back. It was like... You know, it was a decent price pair of sunglasses. It was like twenty five bucks to get the lenses. But well, what
0: does suck is when you're when you're buying something and whatever it is, you're like, I'm just going to use this this one time. I know it. This is you know yeah. Yeah. the rarity of for whatever reason I need to get this. This feels like a waste. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And nothing is coming to mind, but I know I've had that many times. Going, all right, I guess I got to get this. Yeah. You know, and you just you just eat it. You just you know? it. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yep. Right, so,
5: I could buy a riding lawnmower today. Use it for the rest of the summer. Take it back and say that I didn't like the way it, it mowed. And what ninety day policy or something or yeah. sixty day? I did, To me, that just does not feel right. I, and, and I, I think I, I, I think it's wrong I to do that. I am not a pure person, right? You know, I am not. you evil. evil, but <laughs>
2: you
0: really want a riding mower. Though. I really want to. And I'm on Home
5: Depot right now. No, um, I but. All right, so. Because
2: well, it's, it's not right.
5: <laughs> it's
3: not right, Kat. It,
2: it doesn't feel right because it's not.
3: So here's something that didn't feel right, but I. It's
5: like was,
2: every
3: time you go into a bank with a gun and take money. It's, I mean, like, it's,
5: it's not. It doesn't
9: right.
3: feel right. Even if you don't point it at anybody. Yeah, and it's not loaded. <laughs> I bought a. Uh, uh, it, it, it's like a,
5: um, uh, a. It's a planner box uh, that you put, you know, grow vegetables in and everything like that. Uh, it's like a, you know, like table sure. uh, size. So I was putting it together, and there were. Four pieces that were missing. It was you know these like nut bolt combinations. Right. It just was not in the box. Called the company and said, "Hey, I need you guys to send me these these nuts and these bolts." They said, "Hang on one second. They got back on the line with me and said, "We can't send you these. We're these just gonna... nuts." <laughs> they, they didn't have those extra parts, so they sent me a whole new thing to put together. Right. And they said that I, I didn't have to return the other one, and so I was like, "Are you sure I don't I don't have to return oh, it?" They do
2: what? that a lot. Really? They tell you to donate it.
5: Oh, I, I donated it to myself. It,
2: well, yeah. <laughs> okay,
3: yeah. <laughs> it's a good policy, but people will take advantage of stuff like that.
0: Well, we got started on this conversation because Amazon's ebook return policy uh, says that you have a week to return this. It's an ad on the accidental purchase; uh, you can cancel it, and so people are buying books, reading them, returning them, and then the author doesn't get the money. So let me go to Chris because uh, Chris wants to comment on that. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Yes. Here yeah! we go. <laughs> What's up, Chris?
10: Hi. Yeah, I'm a member of a book club. And so, like, sometimes the eBooks from the library, there's a a long wait list. I think they have just, like, a number, a certain number of subscriptions that they allow. Uh-huh. The best kept secret by getting the audio books on Amazon and, like, canceling my subscription. I am not proud to say that I do that. And I also... um Sometimes I'll, I'll purchase clothes, and if the tag's on the inside, I can wear it, and maybe take it yeah. off. But if it's on the outside, then I can't. I try to like meticulously take it off. Doesn't
3: always work. But. Well, let, uh, let me tell you. So, like, on the point of the Odyssey books, Preston, um, or the you know the 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 audio books, the, uh, Thanks, the um, I get so many credits for purchasing a new book. You know, what I'm, you know, talk about you get it through Amazon. Uh, I get.
0: Well, I do it through, yeah, Audible, so I, Audible, I, I, yeah. I get, I think, cr- three credits per month on the subscription service that I'm on. I so. get
3: I get a ton of them, and, I, and I'm huh. always getting books, and I and I use them a lot to buy, you know, to, to buy those audio books. So I guess that's a way to help mitigate people. I mean, but you can only listen in real time unless you speed it up and listen as fast as you can. But uh, this, I think... I think they have to make a modification to the seven-day policy. Yeah,
0: yeah. Clearly. Uh, I have Paul with a comment. Hey, Paul, good morning. Hey. hey what's you up, guys buddy? rock. Thank hey. you. Appreciate that, sir. What's up, buddy?
12: Um, so I used to work for a big retail chain that is no longer really around.
0: But- well, you can say their name if they're no longer around if you want. Sears Why? That's where America shot. How dare you say <laughs> <laughs>
12: I worked in the tool and lawn department when I was in college. I actually worked at the one in Exton uh, mall. Um, they would people would buy a lawnmower in April and return it <laughs> in October.
0: Oh, come on. come on. Okay. <laughs> oh and was the policy covered? Did it cover that?
12: Yep. Wow.
0: They Covered
12: it. They got a full return.
0: Damn. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. That's their <laughs> fault, I guess.
12: Yeah. Coming it, uh, fully uh, back in, and we couldn't say anything to them, and it's like, wow. Now yeah, I gotta.
0: That's the season, it. and then some. I mean, yeah. that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's plenty. Wow. That's
12: full I, spring. I gotta clean the thing, and then we're reselling it for half the prices. Sure. Of the title.
0: Yeah! Wow! Interesting. All right. The balls on some people. Yeah, I know.
2: You know what? You know what I did once. Uh, So (laughs) I bought this. It was uh, like this jacket or whatever, and um, it. I wore it a few times. I washed it, and after washing it, like it did not come out well. Like it looked very worn. I I almost was like, all right, well, I'm going to have to throw this out. So I bought another one. Right. And then I took the old one back to the store, and the girl totally 100% called me out. And she was like, listen, you don't need to pretend that this is the new one you bought. She goes, if you just bring this back, she goes, this product should not do this. We will give you your money back for it. And I was like, no. oh, my God. I was like, all right, wow. that sounds good. I'll that like keep that in mind That is
3: not <laughs> what happened.
2: <laughs> no, uh-uh. Are you calling me a liar? <laughs> you
0: think you're so
2: smart. Oh my she God. totally called me out. I was like, I like ran out of the store as fast as I could. I was like, yeah, okay. Thank you, See
0: ya. and did you <laughs> did you get a new one?
2: Well, I had But i had already. Dennis, we have to move. I already bought the new one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I had already bought the new one. Okay, yeah. I gotcha. Uh, by the way, Nick, is this true? I don't remember this. It says, didn't Nick's dad return slippers that were fifty years old? No,
2: it uh, okay. was my
4: grandfather. <laughs> don't insult my dad like that. It was his dad. That's such a was that line. Eddie Bauer? Or what was that? that was or, L- no, LLB. It was LLB. Yeah, it was my my grandpa Ed uh, who was. So it's it's funny because like generationally, Ed McIlwain was like the cheapest slash thriftiest, and then my dad is a little bit better, and I'm a little bit better than my dad. How are your brothers? Uh, better than me. Okay. And then my son is fine. So like we're, we're trending in the right its direction. Way out.
3: Yeah. However, it is you're, there's a Scottish heritage tree. Yeah, man. I, I part. That is a. That's a long-standing perception. There, there is frugality. A, a
4: fine line between frugality and thriftiness and being cheap. My right. grandfather was not cheap. He just was thrifty. And <laughs> I've had these for 50 years. Also, um, like I'm not sure I like them. Not for nothing. I, I think that's um, like a, a depression generation thing, too. Oh, like people, absolutely. People that grew up during the Depression, they would find ways to get, you know, like, um, what do they call them, Steve? Um, uh, victory gardens? Right. You know, like they would find ways to save whatever money they could, wherever they could.
0: Here's a tag. So our, our, our friend uh, Kyle Seep, who uh, sells these cast iron skillets, he gave me one recently. Right, right. Uh, says this is cast iron, Kyle. People buy my skillets from me, use them for a YouTube video, and then return them. <laughs> oh come oh, on. on! Most man. of the time they oh. package them improperly. Uh, that and the day I lost the rest of his uh, message. The uh, night they drove old Dixie. Down. <laughs> the night
3: they <laughs> That's dro- a good song.
0: <laughs> Uh, so anyway, uh, but yeah, I guess.
3: Well, you know. Preston, not only are, with the, with the clothing, with the stylus on the set, people who do props and lay out dishes and stuff like that, any, any of that stuff is a lot of time just purchased and returned. When you return it though, put it in its original shipping, its bag, it's whatever it is. You got at least, if you're going to
0: return it and do that scam, at least bring it back the right way. Uh, let me go to Norm. Hey Norm, good morning.
12: Hey, good morning. What's up Norm. I'm probably your oldest regular listener. I'm 77 years old. Wow, That's
0: awesome. I love it, buddy.
12: Hey, my brother-in-law used to buy a snowblower every fall. And, of course, a lot of winters, we didn't get snow. So he'd (laughs) leave it in the box in the garage. And take it back in the spring. <laughs> so
3: if there was no, he would have a, a completely unwrapped boxed snowblower just in case. And if it didn't snow, he'd just return that box.
12: No, he wouldn't return. He'd only return it if, if he didn't use
0: it. Right. Yeah. If it didn't... Which is kind of weird, Norm, because it's right. still brand new. <laughs> yeah. And why return it?
12: Because he didn't
0: need it. <laughs> okay. so next but if he just kept it, he, he would probably use it. <laughs> use it next fall. Yeah, but
12: he'd be out the money. Button. He wasn't right in the head, wasn't
0: <laughs> no. <at> he, Norm? <laughs> he used to bay at the moon. All right. Thank you, Norm. Yeah, we, appreciate we appreciate you it. checking in, bud. Take care, man. Uh, let me go next to Matt. Hey, Matt. Oh, I didn't have you turned up. Matt, you're on the air now. Hey, bud. Bajmir. Bajmir. Rim job. <laughs> Yeah, you're saying it backwards, by the way. Yeah. All right, what's up, Matt? Oh, wait, Uh, hold on. Wait, we have to hear it. Okay, great job. Thank you. (laughs) By the way, Casey and I are working on a new best, a new way to play it contest, (laughs) which maybe we'll have Uh, it by next week. We'll see. All right, go ahead, Matt. So it wasn't
15: me, but I was there with my uh, cousin. We were skiing out in Breckenridge, and he forgot his ski pants. Um, and only had jeans. I don't know if you've ever skied in jeans, but you yeah. gets oh. pretty wet. So yeah. He uh, decided, oh, you know what? I need a new pair anyway. I'll just grab a pair at the shop. And uh, we went in, and the cheapest pair they had was like 120 bucks. So
6: these are ski goes, pants? Ski pants. Okay. You know?
15: and he's like, there's no way in hell I'm paying $120 for ski pants. So he uh, made his own rental policy and uh, skied <laughs> in a pair all day that he bought Kept the tags tucked in the pocket, and then uh, returned them at the end of the day.
0: No oh. question. All right, that's that's the, that's the the scam. That's yeah, the routine. Uh, it's yeah. a it's a it's a move Thanks, I ma'am. just can't pull off. Yeah. All right. Well, anyhow, I I do see this is is not very cool uh, to the authors. You know, this is their product. This this is where they that they, they they've worked on this. They're making their money. They put in the time and effort. They're yeah. selling this product. Yeah. yeah. And, it's uh, very and, and it's being completely taken away from them because it's a digital form. And they don't get the the credit, so it's you know kind of an underhand move. Well,
2: buy the book
0: and then return a snowblower. Yeah. So there you go. <laughs> there you go.
2: And you um, return the snowblower.
0: Uh, Marissa sent a message. People are asking for Cast Iron Kyle's info and uh, Cast Iron Kyle's info, and uh, we'll post that link on Pressly.com. Yes. Uh, you can Absolutely. search him on Instagram, Cast Iron uh, Cast Iron Kyle. He brought me a really cool skillet. All right, anyhow, uh, I think we need to take a break. There was something I was going to do before we took a break. Uh, um, well, I'm going to remind you that we do have a secret text word. Uh, we have a chance to win a uh, family four-pack of tickets for the 2022 Philly Balloon and Music Festival, uh, which is this weekend in Glenmore, Chester County. So text word, secret to 39333. There's 40 hot air balloons, really cool live music. It's awesome. The whole deal, and we'll get a winner in uh, just a little while. Oh, you want me to do this? Yeah, why not? All right. We have a <laughs> we have an advanced screening of Thor: Love and Thunder a week from today, 7 p.m. at the UA King of Prussia, and we will take uh, caller number seventeen at 263 WMMR. This is an IMAX screening, by the way. Doesn't get any better than that. And we will set you up, and you'll be one of the first people to see Thor: Love and Thunder. I'm stoked for this movie. Uh, for another chance to win, click contest, WMMR.com. The movie opens in theaters everywhere Friday, July 8th. So we'll take that 17th. Call it with we'll take a break. Come back in a second. A couple of guests, Jack Osborne and John Anderson of the band Yes, who's going to be performing in town in July. They'll be joining us. Stay with us.
10: Hey, friends, Did you receive our Camp Out for Hunger? Save the date? I mean, we made a big announcement, and then we put it right there on the website for you. Well, just in case you missed it, Preston and Steve's 25th Camp Out for Hunger is set November 7th through the 11th, 2022. And hey, it's never too early to start collecting. You can find the list of Phil Abundance's most requested items, plus all of the outrageous photo galleries and videos of our guests from over the years at slash campout.
0: Earlier, um, I started to do a city beat, and I realized what happened. That, well, we weren't doing it because we just stayed at the Jersey Shore. You were the beach bum. I was a beach bum. So now I would like to mention these stories. That are you are... now the fulfiller? No, I'm I'm the city beat dude. I'm I'm, I'm Harry Knuckles walking down the street, uh, seeing what the scene is all over town. Uh, but I, there are a couple stories I wanted to make sure I got to today. Uh, one of them is interesting. That's the journalist inside of you. Uh, this is from 6ABC uh, Action News. Had this on their website. But apparently a popular sport is putting neighbors in the Chestnut Hills section of Philadelphia in a bit of a pickle. Uh-oh. Oh! Okay. What's going on here? Uh, people who live behind the Water Tower Recreation Center claim that the sport of pickleball is so loud... That it is breaking the city's noise ordinance. Oh, so,
2: is it that loud?
0: Uh, I apparently it is for these
3: people. It, um, I have been around pickleball being played. I want to play. I want to start doing it myself. It looks like yeah, a lot of fun. It does uh, there is a, there's actually a couple of um, courts of courts down in Manioc. Um, and uh, so as you walk around, you can hear them playing it.
2: They're everywhere now. Yeah, yeah. the courts. Pickleball is all the rage. They have them at my swim club, but I have never. Um, I don't hear it. As, well, yeah. no, I've never pickled, but uh, I don't hear it. Like I don't think of it as a loud sport, it is so this a, is kind of shocking.
5: Like the, the rackets themselves are like they're paddles, yeah, and you're hitting uh, hard like plastic. wiffle wiffle, yeah, like yeah. a hard plastic ball. So yeah, I mean it's, I mean I don't know how late they're playing into the into the evening. Well, think of the sound of a pickle.
3: And, yeah, and think of that amplifier. No, a little I, bit louder
0: I, than I think that. maybe along with it comes uh, maybe, you know, some uh, yelling and stuff like that. Yeah, You're playing uh, a game, you're okay. playing a sport. So I'm not 100% sure, Casey, but I'm assuming that that factors into it as well. There right. is,
3: because there is a lot of you, the gameplay between the, the, the four individuals. is it, It's pretty kinetic.
5: Yeah, uh, I have a, a whole pickleball set. It was in my car up until just a couple of days ago. We could have been playing in the parking lot right You've now. you pickled
0: no, oh, I just brought them down the shore. Oh. By the way, did you guys see our basketball courts are yeah. being fenced in? Well, so, okay. uh, in, in one ballot plaza? So they're building fences around it.
2: Fences are, they, I think they're re- they were redoing it. They're yeah, making they're... it like a multi-sport yeah. court. But I didn't know they're putting a fence there?
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a huge post It's yeah. golf uh, like, you know, 10, 10 12 feet tall. Yeah. Okay. All right. So they're so going to the, fence it in. It'll be for just uh, people
5: in the building? Yeah, maybe. Kathy, you saw Probably last would. week or two weeks ago. So we uh. talked
2: about it, and uh, we were saying that, you know, people who don't work here play on it, and Casey was saying, oh, I don't like this. And I said, I, it doesn't bother me. Like, why? Let the kids go play there. It's okay. Right. And, then? and then we came in on a Monday, and I looked over, and I was like, what is that? It was the entire court covered in trash. Yeah. Like bottles, you know, Gatorade. And it wasn't even like beer or anything like that. It was like Gatorade bottles, water bottles. Like they clearly People had, had some, maybe some, sort of but, I mean, yeah. maybe some sort of tournament or something. But I mean, they couldn't even pick that up. Yeah, pick it up. up. Yeah. So I, I, mean, listen, I pointed it out to Casey and he was like, see, I told you. Here's the
5: deal. Like, uh, and I don't want to give any of those, uh, I, I assume kids, an out, but. Uh, Maybe have a couple of trash cans and and recycling bins there. uh, For
2: them.
5: You know, but also, come on, just
0: clean up after yourself. Yeah, exactly. All right, anyhow, back to Pickleball. Back to Pickleball. Um, Players say that the courts are the only place that they have to play the game, but uh, a neighbor, Joe O'Donnell, says it's as loud as a rock concert.
2: (laughs) No, No, it's not. No, come on. He
0: says he doesn't open his windows nine months out of the year. Uh, And he said, what's the month he opens his windows? He said, we want them to enforce the law. That's all. Make them stop making so much noise. That's all. Now, a person who lives in the neighborhood and frequently plays on the courts. Scratchy is his name. Scratchy. Uh, Scratchy said they bought near a recreation center. That's the part that I don't understand. If I buy near a bar and the bar is at the corner, uh, that's what I'm going to get. Scratchy's I get right. that. That's yeah. what's crazy. Like if you buy a house near
3: an airport, you're gonna you're gonna hear yeah. your airplanes. But if you, you do. don't expect tennis courts essentially to
0: be noisy.
3: So so what time are the what is the cutoff for play on the uh... Well they've
0: now I think put some rules in for uh for the time uh frame and when you can play pickleball players can use the courts between four and eight PM uh, the courts are open 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturdays, and they're closed on Sunday. So that the, the, the city's getting involved. They're setting a seasonal schedule all right. for when the courts can be used, and for the summer during the week, the courts are closed during the day for a tennis camp. So you can pick up to 8? Eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, 8 p.m.? Oh, 8 p.m., yes. All right. So neighbors claim the sport is so loud it breaks the city's no- noise ordinance, which qualifies uh, excessive noise as 5 decibels above normal background levels. That's typically anywhere from 60 to 80 decibels in an urban neighborhood. Action News used a decibel noise tracker.
2: Nick can scream louder than that. Finding (laughs) one
0: game registered at 79. So that sounds like it's in the range.
2: I I mean, if I constantly heard that, I would be annoyed, too.
0: Uh, So... According to, let's see here, Keith uh, Braden Keith, an avid pickleball player who's been working with the Rec Center on Finding Solutions, said we have had some people come out and do some sound analysis, and it's been 70 to 75 decibels is what you've, we've read. Um, one idea they had was soundproofing the fence. Another is flipping the tennis courts and pickleball courts so the game would be further away from the houses. And it could cost as much as a hundred thousand dollars. Okay,
3: well, this, this seems like seems <laughs> a reason to work, work on something. Not um, just hundred grand.
2: Where did the popularity of pickleball come from? Like I don't like know, out of, out,
0: of out of nowhere. And this right? everyone talks about well, the sport. We read about the, its invention one time on the air. It was a, it was like a family. It was like a backyard thing, if I recall. Yes. Yeah. And and it was a while ago. It might have been the 1980s or something like that. And it just slowly over time. So we of sitting there, and yeah. I, I think it's it's cool because. Uh, Tennis can be, listen, if you can't run around that much, it might be too much for you physically to do. It's not really a hard sport in, you know, hitting the the ball, but it's the running the court that can really wipe you out. And it's just a, it's a bigger, it's a smaller version of tennis and a bigger version of ping pong. Yeah.
5: My my mother-in-law started playing this uh, pre-pandemic. So this is probably in the fall of 2019, maybe. Uh, And so she, and it was just these other... um, Retirees were, were down on in you know, I think she had ridden her bike past these people playing it and and, and was a little bit interested and started and then next they closed you know, their MMA studio, so they had nothing to do. She was playing every single day. So
0: I mean this has been going on for a couple of years. Huh. I like you know what I like? I like Badminton. I haven't played uh, badminton since I was probably in my early twenties. You know what I like about it? You can hit the crap out of oh, anything. Yeah, yeah. You can shoot it like fifty feet up in the air. Yeah. And it's I do fun. love it. Yeah, we, love we, yeah. we were playing
3: it on, over the weekend, and uh, I have a. Uh, it breaks down quickly, yeah. so you know you don't you're not running the strings and all that stuff. It's it's a, like a, a freestanding thing that you just break down and move. So I, I bought I one, it.
0: never used it. I thought about maybe at the beach. Yeah, but a lot of times it's too, too windy. windy. It's so windy. You've got to have the
3: perfect situation for Batman. Yeah. You, you got a gentle breeze is fine, but if you're playing, <laughs> it's it forget it if you're playing into the wind. Yeah,
5: you guys are. Me and Nick Murphy the only ones who've played uh, ping pong on our ping pong. Board? Not uh, well, yes. here, yes. yes. Yes, you are. Not not ever. Yeah. We're the only ones in the history of ever. Everybody. Somebody
0: in our company sent out an email I saw the other day. They're starting a tennis and and, uh, and ping pong. What? Uh, gathering. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Is there a tennis court on the the
3: parking lot? I think it was one of
0: the sales guys. I saw two press. I was interested sure in it too, Preston. I'm not sure why the tennis thing.
3: I didn't yeah, know.
4: It Max Rothstein. I don't know Max, but he's the. He... Oh, yeah. I know Max. He won Wimbledon. He <laughs> He's the senior marketing specialist here at Beasley Media Group, and he sent out. There's like this uh, spreadsheet and Google uh, on Google and friendly competition um, for ping pong or tennis at the local courts. So yeah, I'd like to. What know, are me- the
0: local courts?
4: Um, I, I don't know. Okay. Uh, right
5: down the street, Maybe I think there's on one down on Belmont. Uh, there's a softball field. Oh, it's a park. Field. Yeah, I think okay. uh, there might be a tennis court there. Interesting. Don't quote me on that.
2: What time does that happen?
4: I'll, look, I'll check out the spreadsheet.
3: Okay. By the way, I said, right back. Kathy is very interested.
4: Yeah, in. please. Please contact Kathy Romano. Right, so uh, today it happened already. <laughs> oh, man. 7 a.m. to 7.45. <laughs> okay, how'd she do it? Oh, I'm
2: signing up for that. G- Kathy lost
4: that go, one. Aww. 7 to 7.45. Well, on Wednesdays, but on but Monday, forfeited. We, On Monday, there's 1 p.m. to one twenty, and then on Friday, there's 1 p.m. to one twenty as well. So we could All play right. after the show on Monday. Just 20 minutes of play? Well, just, like, the, that's the sign-up sheet.
0: Oh, I got you. I sent you guys a nice tennis video this morning. I don't yeah. know if you I saw it or not. Hey, you, you didn't watch it yet? No. You've no. got to watch oh it. Oh, my God. Is it
15: long?
5: I
0: found it on... No, I found it on, on Twitter, actually, via Fark.com, and it was... Not fart, Fark. F-A-R-K.com. Okay. Uh, and it's a... <laughs> because Wimbledon, Wimbledon's going on, it's a... It's a male stripper from, like, the 1980s, but doing a tennis routine thing. Oh, my God. It's great. Oh, it's hilarious. I,
5: believe it or not, I, I hate Wimbledon so much. Why? Because when in the 80s, oh. when Wimbledon was on, uh, HBO aired it. And so it every single time I would turn on HBO... Wimbledon would be on, and I wouldn't be able to watch like movies, movies. and so like Short Circuit too, right? Yeah, but like well, as a kid, I'm like, oh God, stupid tennis. And like HBO is one of my favorite channels, so as a result, I have hated Wimbledon ever since. I'm
0: glad you actually mentioned Wimbledon because I, I saw a story, Stephen. I know that you for a long time you played tennis and yes. you were a follower of tennis, uh, and I saw this uh, two time. And I don't follow sport at all right. anymore. There was a time where I did really pay attention to tennis, uh, but two time Wimbledon champion Andy Murray. Uh, used a did you see this? Used a little underarm, uh, underhand serve. I did not, oh. which is totally unheard of. So his opponent, uh, he was playing uh, Australia's James Duckworth, and he noticed that he was standing further back in the back area to, to receive the uh, yeah. uh, the serve. And so he just does a little little tap, underhand tap, and it's a legitimate serve. Oh, wow. And it took him off guard. He didn't, he he, he returned it, but he ended up losing the point. So I, I want, uh, that's a. But there was a big controversy about around About whether it because, that was legal? What did, what, or, or what people, did they decide? people were saying, that, oh, it is legal, but people thought it was, quote, unquote, disrespectful. Oh, shut up. Uh, oh, Kathy's is watching the video. video. Yeah, this is the video. <laughs> I, <started> the mail. <laughs> I love it. It is the best. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> He's helping the tennis. I mean, it
5: is the tennis equivalent of the
0: hidden ball trick in baseball, right? You gotta pay attention. Oh my God. Is that not one of the best videos? you've ever can, seen. Can you ever. post that on uh, PrestonC.com, Nick? Yeah, yeah, Marissa's oh taking care God. of it. Um, it's it's called, what's it called? Brad the... <laughs> Brian. Brian the the tennis player. Yeah, and the uh,
4: yeah. Twitter account is foundfootagefest. Um, oh, you know oh, our great. former uh, intern and uh, your former babysitter, Preston Devin, is in Wimbledon right now. Her her husband's a tennis a coach. Yeah, yeah, and oh, well, he's really? a coach and one yeah. of the the people that he's coaching is actually in Wimbledon no! pr- in, in, in the tournament. So she's there right now. I think we're watching a video of him, right <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Wow, he's talented. (laughs) He's, um... He's good. He's felt.
3: Yeah. He's not classically muscular, this. No, no, no. Wait, and then... He's actually very feminine looking.
2: (laughs) And then they... To his, yeah. to his crotch, to his crotch uh-huh. against the racket.
5: <laughs> There's only so much you can do with a racket that's like
2: <laughs> sexual. Yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. at one point he's got like the the
12: shaft of the racket like around his neck.
5: I'm yeah. like, what, what is okay? Most well, of it involves humping. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh,
0: All right, Well, anyhow. uh Yeah, Steve. So you need to see this guy, uh, Andy Murray, and and the serve. It was yeah, it I, threw him off. That would that would have. Yeah, that would blow me away. We're watching it on this side. Casey watch. He he kind of looks in. Boop, yeah. done, served. Guy had ah. to run way up to to a good get move. it. So that yeah, was a really good move. All right. Anyhow, we are doing the city beat. So oh, yeah. the reason I was we were talking about tennis is because uh, the the Because Wimbledon is here. No, because <laughs> of the pickleball story that's out of Chestnut Hill. Uh, I saw another local story. Uh, Miller Light. Is honoring women in the beer industry this fourth of July weekend with a limited edition can featuring the nation's first known professional female brewer and she was from Philadelphia. <gasps> no okay. way what? a woman named Mary, uh how would you pronounce this last name? L I S L E. Liz Lizzlie? Lizzle? Lyle. Lizzo. Lyle. Ooh,
5: Lyle might be good. Okay. Yeah.
0: Mary Lyle. Uh, we'll have her name and portrait displayed on uh, the cans of Miller Lite. That's excellent. Which also have an emblem that says there's no beer without women. And the company is debuting the cans uh, this Thursday. Uh, so tomorrow with a happy hour at Devil's Den huh. on 11th Street from 5 to 8 p.m. It's a private event. Uh, uh, it's free to attend, but those looking to go must register online. Do you this think- is a And city- I'll tell you a little bit about her in a moment.
3: The original saying was you can't get women without beer, and they changed that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> There's no beer without women. That's right. great. Do you think they'll honor
0: um, Hoppy Floppy at all? Uh, I don't know. All right. She has large boobs. She so does. Maybe they will. Uh, Miller Lite is also donating $5 to the Pink Boots Society. Huh. A nonprofit that supports women in the brewing industry for every case sold on its website between uh, now and July 4th.
3: The artwork of uh, Mary on the can is very well done. It's kind of a nice uh, antique sort of look to
0: it. Goes yeah. with the can. Yes, it does. So Lyle, uh, if that's how you pronounce her last name, became the first professional female brewery in the 13 colonies in 1734. Wow. Uh, when she took over the Edinburgh Brew House, which was founded by her father, Henry Baddock, in 1685. She ran the business on the east side of 2nd Street near Dock Street until 1751.
8: No daughter of mine is going to brew beer. And she. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> At the time, it was considered oh, yeah, very <laughs> Uh She was part of a rich community of beer manufacturers. <laughs> no daughter of mine is going to brew beer. By God, uh, she was a, uh, a community of beer manufacturers in Philadelphia. I'm
9: good at it,
8: Father.
0: <laughs> at the time, <laughs> doesn't matter. At the time, the city was. Ah, you'll be considered a trollop. By gum, by gummy bear. Uh, the city was home to over 100 breweries, more than anywhere else in the colonies, and nearly twice as many as runner-up New York City. So we really have had the corner on beer for a it's long a, time. And
3: when people come to the area, um, you know, and uh, like beer uh, aficionados, uh, mm-hmm. there's a lot to be found here, and their their eyes get wide
0: and glaze over with joy. The city's strong reputation for beer was partly due to uh, Badcock. Yeah. Uh, what was that, Casey? <laughs> 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 is is, is <laughs> that him? Five years. Oh, this is uh, the beer scene from Django. I thought it was James. maybe just the beer. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's him serving but up these the beer. These days, I practice a new profession. You can hear him pouring the beer. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, uh, the city's strong reputation <laughs> for beer was partly due to Badcock. William Penn bought nearly 50,000 pints of beer from him between December of uh, 1699 and March 1701. This is, um, okay. But okay. Lyle may have been the first professional female brewer in what became the United States, but she wasn't the first woman to make beer in the colonies. By the time she got started, there was already a decades-long tradition of housewives making brews for family and friends, but she was the first professional brewer in the United States. That's amazing. That's actually something very, uh, very cool. And then, Steve, by the roaring 1920s, there were birds <laughs> all oh, over. place. <laughs> This
8: country, from the West Coast to the East Coast, young ladies are stepping up to brew beer. This little lady has some sort of social disease. I don't know why I mentioned that. You can't see it under her large garments, but I thought it might be of interest to you. (laughs)
0: Oh, just an excuse to use that music (laughs) and (laughs) hear that voice.
8: Everyone's getting drunk and (laughs) having debaucherous sex. (laughs) Unable to remember the multitude of partners they had the night before. (laughs) It's never been a better time for syphilis and gonorrhea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The great social disease explosion of the 1920s. (laughs) Oh, man. so a good time for siblings. All the way up to the Great Depression. Yeah.
8: <laughs> What's to be depressed about? That scratching feeling around your testicles.
0: Who's <laughs> uh, the cause of the Great Depression? <laughs> Everybody. It feels em- as if you're peeing razor blades. <laughs> That's
8: depressing. <laughs> but this little gal has some freshly brewed home beer. <laughs> That'll turn your frown upside down. As they rush you to the hospital with early onset dementia. Oh, the
0: But, col- then, the but col- then things change in the 1960s, <laughs> oh right, Casey? Okay, we're
9: go. yeah.
8: Oh,
0: yeah. Is that what you have California Dreaming? Yeah. for? Okay, I was like... <laughs> Casey's just putting up these, yeah. these era <laughs> type Year of music. Uh, oh, my God. All right. All the- Anyway, it's uh, <laughs> the next Ken Burns special. Yeah. Beer uh, across yeah. the generation of women brewers. The Coppola
2: uh, family, they have a, a. Do they have a beer? Well, they have a spirits line, and their distiller is a female.
0: Ah.
3: Coppola, um, very successful. that your favorite, oh, yeah. right? Is it not?
2: Coppola? Uh It's not my favorite, but I I do like their wine. All
0: right. Uh, so by the time. Oh, I already said this. What?
2: Now it's beer in the 70s. <laughs> KTL presents the
8: best of the homebrewers. <laughs> <laughs> KTL. This foxy lady knows how to get to Sutton. <laughs> oh yeah. We
0: have uh, to
2: finish it out
0: now.
8: Uh huh. Yeah, we do.
0: <laughs> We're going to the eighties. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I that was the best time.
0: Yeah. For beer.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh. <laughs> Right. I got. Don't worry. It. It. Sorry. Are you sure? I don't even know what I would do. Uh, with yeah, 80s, I don't know yeah. what Steve would do as far as a 1980s. <laughs>
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah.
8: <laughs>
0: you're getting ready for the weekend, right, Ronnie? Nancy and
3: I are getting ready for the weekend. <laughs> We're going to get our funk on. <laughs>
4: <laughs> this right. music kind of goes with the tennis dancing guy. <laughs>
0: uh, yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, and we have the video oh, on, and God, you played in in juxtaposition to that. Oh. <laughs> The '90s. All right, we need to stop this okay. right, right now because uh, our guest is on the line. Right now, actually, we have—I uh, did not know this—but we have a bonus guest. What? Oh, yes. Uh, one of the uh, one of the other stars. Correct. Yes, I knew we were having Jack on, but we're also having Marcus on. Uh, Marcus yes. Harvey is going to be joining. So, uh, Fright Club. Uh, You can find it on uh, Travel Channel and Discovery. In fact, it's on tomorrow night. And uh, let's just get them on board. Please welcome from Fright Club, Jack Osborne and Marcus Hardman, Gentlemen, good morning. Hey, Hey, what's happening, guys? What's happening, Philly? What's up? Yo, bud. We're just, uh, you know, doing our thing early in the morning, hanging about and uh, getting you guys on to tell us what we can expect in this season from uh, from Fright Club, and uh, how how many how many shows uh, are we expecting this time around, gentlemen? Uh, we got ten episodes. Ten episodes. So
3: ten, the first season. I I enjoyed it. it it's it's an interesting concept. You got um, you you're all trying to to shock each other with these videos, and I, and I wanted to ask you both in this day and age. We'll start with you, Jack. Um, is it harder to sort of because you're showing what are purported to be real paranormal situations on video, but but uh, is it harder and harder to find things that are uh, are not you know setups and and fakes? Because so many people have the ability to do pretty convincing stuff.
15: Oh, for sure, and and it is. I mean, and then that truthfully is the hardest part of the show, and it because there's so much junk on the internet. You're like, oh wow, this is cool, and then you look, you watch it, you're like, actually, no, that. That's totally bunk. But, um, I, but you know, the, the funny thing is, it's actually, whether it's bunk or not, we still have a good time. Sure. You know, if someone brings something in, it's totally out of, you know, oh, no, that's fake. We just have a lot of fun making fun of each other more than anything. Well, you know, and
3: it's funny because I say, like, stuff that, Is it harder to weed out stuff that's fake? You're not, you're not always, you're not even saying if you see something... That looks convincing that it's legitimately a ghost. It's just, it's, it's, or whatever paranormal thing. But there, there are things a lot of times, you know, our cynicism for this stuff is on such a high level that, um, you know, again, as you say, you're having fun with it. But there were one or two in this first season, a couple of videos that I'm, I could not figure out any reasonable explanation for what I was seeing. And, and that's the fun of the show. Absolutely. That's it in a nutshell. So, so what is, for you both, what is what is the most single terrifying piece of video you've seen so far?
14: <laughs> um, oh, man. I think, I think for me, Jack, I, I would say uh, seeing the uh, the ghost giraffe in the South. First off, I don't know how a giraffe gets in uh, <laughs> South Florida. Yeah. It dies and turns into a ghost in South Florida, but it happens. <laughs> So, I, yeah,
9: one of the most
0: shocking i can you, can you um, describe that, Marcus? I, and then I want to hear from Jack, too. But I, I'm having a hard okay. time wrapping my mind around a, a ghost giraffe. Okay, so when you see a ghost giraffe, it's
14: just translucent, and it still has a long neck. So the neck doesn't get short, it just stays long. Okay. And that's pretty much how
3: it looks. I, I thought I'd seen most of the episodes. I, I, I missed the ghost giraffe. Uh, but is that, you got, you're, you're talking, talking about, is that
15: Shionique's Sh- uh, Sh- Sh- backyard Unique. guest?
3: Huh? Uh, yeah. So so. And what about you, Jack?
15: Man, you know what? I'm trying to think. You know, for me, what really like just boggled my mind because I'd always just turn my nose up to it was the Bigfoot stuff. Right. I was always like, ah, no, it's just it's it's some moron in a big furry costume pranking people. But the more I would like, the more I would see like Bigfoot stuff on this show, the more I was like, all right, there's some there's something to this. It might not be Bigfoot. But there is something to
3: this mm. well, you know it's got to be wild for both of you as we've had more and more now legitimate g- documentation legitimate review from the federal government r- revealing you know n- footage from the Navy and so on and so forth of you what what are at least UFOs UFOs mean unidentified flying objects doesn't mean that it's necessarily Aliens, Zontar from right, Neptune right but stuff that they're at least entertaining and in fact using verbiage like, you know, uh, not from Earth or no, no, no um, terrestrial explanation for this. Does that uh, give you more uh, encouragement to say, well, if this has some roots in truth, some of this other stuff may have a little bit more than even we were thinking?
15: Oh, absolutely. Without a doubt. And I think we're just kind of I think it's just the tip of the iceberg with the stuff that they're acknowledging. You know, it's funny you said, I mean, uh, Jeremy Corbell, who's been like, on the forefront of pushing a lot of this information out there. He's, he's a friend of mine, and he was texting me last night. And it's, you know, it's one of those things where there is, it, all right, if you're saying it's not aliens, then what is it? And they just can't give an explanation, so it's it's really compelling.
3: Hmm. I, I wanted to ask you, uh, Marcus, uh, so the, the Ghost Brothers, uh, how, did you, how did you guys all get together?
14: Um, I, well, we just got together because we just really, um, are you talking about the Ghost Brothers or with us and Jack?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. The
14: Ghost Brothers. Okay, well, Ghost Brothers, uh, we all started off together as uh, just good homies uh, working out, you know, uh, just knowing each other in different fields. Uh, Me and Jawan knew each other from behind the scenes uh, on TV sets. We both used to work in production. I'm the barber. He's, you know, a fashion guy. Uh, Me and Dalen also, I used to be a barber. So, you know, the relationship with your barber, you tell your barber everything. So he finally told me, oh, I'm going to hunt ghosts. (laughs) Why? Why we hunting ghosts, dog? He said, it's out there. They're out there. So literally just came together, put the team together, and came together like Voltron. And then we added, you know, Jack, we added Jack. Jack
3: was the missing part of Voltron.
14: It's like, it's like, having, it's like having Wolverine out of nowhere come out of uh, and just be Voltron. You know what I'm saying? All right. Well, Jackson and everything. He's like, I'm here, guys. I'm here to save everybody. So it's always great to have Jack."
3: Well, you know, Jack has a pedigree, Jack, you have a pedigree of you are a number of different paranormal shows. Mm-hmm. Uh are there are there more in the works? Because you seem to keep generating content in this realm.
15: Yeah, actually. Yeah, I think um, you know, fingers crossed we'll do more portals to hell, which uh, my co host is actually a a silly, uh Philly local, so you know, shout out to Katrina. She's I hope she's listening. Um <laughs> and uh Yeah, you know, it's um, I'm I'm always, I'm always game. You know, it's uh, it's it's a fun thing to be to do, and you know, it's uh, I sometimes have to kick myself because I'm like, wow, like this is my job, and it's kind of cool.
0: And you guys have, uh, you guys poked around uh, Philadelphia, uh, some locations. I know you went to um, uh, Fort Mifflin, maybe.
15: Yep. Yep. We've been to Fort Mifflin. We've done Penn State. Um, Sorry, not Penn State. Eastern
0: Um, State. Eastern State Penn Penn Century. Yeah.
15: Yeah. Yeah.
14: And you know guys, Jack is like the DJ Khaled of paranormal shows. It's another one. And another one. And another Yeah. And
9: another. No, it's
3: true.
14: Anytime you can team up with Jack, you're on the winning team, baby. So I'm glad that we all are on this winning team. Even though this season I beat everybody. Oh. You did.
15: You did. In 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 looks and in content. <laughs>
0: All right, so I, speaking of this uh, season and, and uh, having a team, you guys will loop in uh, some special guests and get them involved. Who are some of the names we can expect to see?
15: Oh, wow. We had, uh, we had an Olympian, okay. which is kind of cool. Um, we had, uh, oh, man, we had so many. We had something, like, something ridiculous. We had, like, in the ten, over the 10 episodes, we had something over, like, 100 guests.
1: Come on. Wow. Well, we have a list of. uh,
3: We have Howie Mandel, Richard Lawson, uh, Tommy Davidson, Michaela Maroney. Maroney. She was the Olympian. Yeah. Montel Williams, Jamie Kennedy. So a whole bunch. Jamie Kennedy is another local guy. So um, there seems to be, every time they've done a show where there are celebrities brought into it, there seem to be a lot of quote unquote celebrities who are intrigued by this stuff. Uh, So I assume there was really not a lot of difficulty in getting them to participate.
15: No, it was actually I mean I think it was it was hard to get everyone locked in just cuz we had we had such a tight window to to do it all but everyone was game and I actually uh, shot a special with Jamie Kennedy so that's coming out later on in the year. Um, so he's Jamie's awesome. Yeah. Yeah, was, another, it, it, one. another one. <laughs> See, there you
0: go. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. Well, just give everybody a heads up. Uh, Fright Club uh, is on Travel Channel and Discovery+. Plus. You can catch that uh, tomorrow, the second season, 10 episodes. 10 p.m. is when you'll catch that uh, Eastern Time. It's a fun show, and uh, uh, we're looking forward to seeing you guys on it. And, Jack, if you're back in Philly sometime, ring us up, man. We'd love to have you by. Same, Same with you, Marcus. I was
14: about to say, I like silly cheesesteaks. So. Yeah. Excellent. We'll I get like you the cheese, best. Cheese, take some
0: uh, I cheesesteaks nice. like and
14: beer. Nice. Come on now. Y'all saw my beer this morning. Had me already. We'll, we'll get you <laughs> some beer ready. You know what I'm saying? We will get, get you plenty.
9: Time,
0: All right. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Marcus Harvey, Jack Osborne, Fright Club. Yeah. yeah. We'll see you guys soon. Nice. Um, we'll get uh, John Anderson on in a moment or two. Should we hang on? Yeah, we got
5: to hang on. Might okay. as
0: well. Yeah. All right, we'll oh, do Oh, you that. know what,
5: man? Um, can we go back? Uh, I just, uh, because to you can... Let's go back to school. We, no, um, Marissa grabbed me audio of that pickleball in Chestnut Hill because I was okay. curious to see how loud it actually was. <clears throat> yeah, so let's I hear it. So oh? I think she went to that news story. It's it's just a short clip. So I just, yeah. I don't know how loud it
0: actually gets. It looks pretty low on the, yeah. the display here. Okay. We'll see. Okay. That literally sounds yeah. like somebody going, right? Yeah. Hang on, back it up.
9: That's,
0: That's about like Nick level. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but yeah, so
0: little reverb. <laughs> I can, as an ASMR guy, I kind of like this you. Kind of like right that, right? huh? Yeah. Yeah, that really hollow. Maybe there's
3: some, uh, so, uh, a place uh, up for sale in the
0: area. Check your realtor. Yeah. yeah, that could lull me off to sleep. What about Nick's Click Alone with that would that the No, no. There's too much. I, I hear saliva in there. and that you want to come suck. over and sleep with you? <laughs> no, no. no. Cuddle up in bed? You, you can hear banana like that. in that, can't you? Yeah. yeah. I can't. <laughs> of your ASMR sounds, do you have a favorite? Uh, the 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 go-to, always coming back to it, is a keyboard.
3: There's, typewriter? It's, yeah.
0: No, not a typewriter. Uh, an, an electronic keyboard. Okay. Uh, for a um, uh, laptop, and there's various ones. There's really, there's really loud, clicky ones, right? And uh, there, uh, there's a more quiet, uh, kind of like what Kathy does. I love with hearing, her nails I on love, the keyboard. Yeah, I love hearing her it's tickle. Her, sometimes,
3: uh, if you listen quietly, if there's a break
0: in the audio, you're. Very no, much not so. anymore.
2: Not with the new computer.
0: And I like that. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's
2: clicking? It doesn't click.
0: But then Marissa's keyboard in there when she's working on the Vox Pro, that one's really loud. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I like that. It's yeah. like, what, what about when you go to the airport and they're
3: like, you know, the classic uh, Zoolander changing your flight information? Those are great. Yep.
0: I love that. Yeah. yeah. What about... No, uh, that was from uh, uh, the other movie with Ben Silla, The Parents. Meet the parents. Meet the parents. Yeah, that's. Meet the parents. You know the one where he meets the parents. <laughs> Pacific Rim. They, I, yes. Thank yeah, God. It's a it's a yeah. <laughs> yeah.
5: Uh What? What about the the sound of car tires on a gravel road?
0: Yes. Yeah, that's nice too. Do you mm,
5: like that? I do. Okay.
0: In fact, I heard it and I was like, I. Preston probably loves this. Okay. You know what else I like? What the sound of a hot air balloon when they turn on the. <laughs> Oh, you like that, huh? I'm going to tell you about the Philly Balloon and Music Festival. That was just my segue. It's <laughs> a segue, here. yeah. Uh, because we have a moment or two. Actually, it looks like John Anderson is calling up right now. But we are giving away tickets for this event. We have four packs of tickets. And you text the word SECRET to 39333. Are we calling him or is he calling us? We're calling Are we calling him. each All other? All right, so I'll tell you a little bit about this. So it's going on this weekend. Uh, and the event takes place between uh, July 1st and the 4th at Ludwig's. Corner Horse Show Grounds in Glenmore. And in addition to the more than 40 hot air balloons... That's uh, pretty wild. ...live music, car show, bounce houses, fireworks, hay rides, food trucks, uh, beer and wine available and all that stuff. It starts as early as 6 a.m. Uh, they have a mass sunrise balloon ascension. Oh, wow. Uh, while the schedule of events uh, varies during the festival, the afternoons and evenings are full of live entertainment. And then once the sun sets, and this is what I want to see... Uh, they have the nighttime hot air balloon ascension known as the Balloon Glow because at night, yeah, when they hit the when they hit the burners Everything on those glows. things, yeah. the whole thing lights up. Oh. Looks so oh, cool! It's like and, Pacific Rim. And then they, have,
6: <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs>
0: and then they have fireworks on uh, July Fourth, and it, it says here in celebration of the holiday. Oh. This is a, <laughs> oh, Independence yeah, Day. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's um, why?
3: Uh, this is uh, this looks great. I've always actually yeah. wanted to go to something like this yeah. uh, because when you see a bunch of those those uh, hot air balloons,
0: and especially at night, Preston, that's oh, got to be
3: something to behold.
0: Yep, so the on July 4th, there's a car show from noon to 3, and then as far as the hot air balloons go, uh, tethered rides are an option for those who don't want to stray far from the ground. Those are fun. Or you can enjoy uh, watching mass balloon ascensions from uh, down below with your feet on the ground uh, for... Those who have a little more adventure, uh, they have the Sunrise and Sunset Untethered Balloon Rides. Uh, you can purchase those, uh, a, a balloon flight ticket, and you can actually go and take off and, and ride. And that, too, man, is... That was one of the... Steve most, and I did it. It was a great experience, it man. It was so cool. Yeah. It was, at first, I don't know about you, but I was terrified. Well, when they, they went up, like, a 1,000 feet... Like, shot straight yeah, up yeah, to 1,000 yeah. feet pretty damn quick, yeah. and... At but, that point, you're literally in a wicker basket. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, "Is this thing going to hold?" Of course, it is going to hold thousands of pounds. Uh, but once it, you know that, once you because once you realize, "Okay, we're good," yeah. then you have a blast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And once once you settle down, then it was amazing. And then the pilot did this thing called contour flying, uh, where he brought us down. And it was we went in the fall time, so the leaves yeah. were off of the. Um, off of the, uh, the the trees, and you could see wildlife underneath really, really well running around deer and, and yeah. foxes and things like that. Because it's so quiet as it's cruising along, it's not disrupting anything. And you could, um, uh, they would go along the, the tree line, yeah. and the basket would actually kind of touch the treetops. They, they had such precision where they yeah. could uh, bring it to a, a specific altitude. And not only that, since we we're in the fall, we we're like thinking we're going to have to bundle up wear jackets. No. They're like, you it's don't warm. have to because... We are going with the wind. The wind is carrying us. We are not going any faster than the wind or slower. We're going at the same speed. And it was as still as you can imagine. Right. uh, You know, you're you're going with it. It's hard to understand that. But, yeah, yeah, you
3: you don't have that. And so you are floating as you're you're seeing all the wildlife.
0: We got to watch Preston, the deer and the antelope play. Do you remember that? Play together. It was like being at home on the range, to be <laughs> Absolutely. honest. Uh, while we were there. And uh, that was in Chester County as well. And this yes. is just beautiful rolling hills. Uh, this gorgeous. is probably a
5: dumb question, but do you need a license to
3: fly
0: a... I assume plane? you have
3: to be rated, at
5: they, some, at
0: least at
3: some level. They call them pilots. Yeah.
0: And I would assume if you're going to do anything in the air like that, the FAA is going to want you to be... Fah. The FAA, as Fah. we in the business call it, uh, are going to want you to have some type of minimum experience, Casey. So Okay. I, I bet, you know what, I'm answering. You would that. have
3: to know, I, I assume that you have to be licensed in some way, yeah. I mean, it I would only so. makes sense because, it, you know, obviously there are risks. You yeah. have to know a little bit. I am speaking out of my butt, though. So yeah. No, do you, know
2: you do need something, because there's oh. those, um, I forget what those other ones are, The that kind of look like wings. <laughs> they just... Uh, Ultra Like a glider of some yeah. sort. Is, is it called a glider? It's called a glider. So they need some sort of certification as well. So I would imagine that a hot air balloon... You have to have something.
0: Wait, are you talking about the the planes have really long wings?
2: Planes or no? It's okay. like a glider. Like they're like the person is hanging from it. Oh, no, oh, so oh
0: hang! Like hang oh, you You're talking about it. like an ultralight or a uh, paras- no, 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 A hang glider. Uh, well, There's hang to, gliders and
2: so you must have a minimum of 35 hours as a pilot. 20 hours must be in a hot air balloon.
0: All, all right, right, all right. Well, anyhow, that event is going on this weekend. We have a chance for you to win uh, those tickets. So text word secret to 39333. Our guest is on the line. Yeah, he's very cool. He's going to be performing at the Keswick Theater on uh, July 20th. Huge fans here uh, at at WMMR. And Philadelphia, I think a few years ago, they they officially made it like Yes Day in Philadelphia. I remember that. So the band, Yes, has strong ties Mm. uh, to this city. And uh, he's, uh, you know, an inductee or a... um, uh, yeah, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Yes. That induction ceremony was great. And going to be performing a Close to the Edge 50th anniversary tour locally. So, please welcome from the band, yes, Mr. John Anderson yeah. to the program. John, good morning, sir. Morning. How are
11: you doing, you guys?
0: We are doing wonderful. It is an honor to speak to you. I've been a fan for a long, long time. Thank you so much. Do you Uh Hey. Listen, John, uh, I, one of the things, the, the reason that I found out about um, the show coming to town, or how, one of the reasons I did is I was, uh, there's this uh, incredibly wonderful singer. She's a very young gal. Her name is Isabel Godfried, And uh, I, I know her through a charity event that I do. And she comes out and sings the national anthem every year and has this amazing voice. And I was talking to her just a couple of weeks ago. I'm like, so what are you doing yeah. as far as the singing goes? And she's like, oh, I'm doing this tour thing with John Anderson. I'm like... John Anderson, like yes, John Anderson, and she's like, "Yeah, and then I found out you had this really tie in with young musicians uh that are involved in the Paul Green Rock Academy that perform with us with you. Can you
11: tell us a little bit about that? Well, I know Isabella's coming on too, which is great. she's a great singer, yeah, uh, twenty years ago, I was in a show with yes at Philadelphia Forum, I think it was, and uh this is the forum of Spectrum. Spectrum. Remember. spectrum. Anyway, after the show, I came out and there were about 15 kids with School of Rock t shirts. And I thought, hello. Who's these? Who's these kids, you know? And they all very said hi very nicely. And then Paul Green came over and introduced himself. This is 20 years ago, to be exact. And uh, said, These kids play great rock and roll. Would you come and work with them? I said, Not really. <laughs> <laughs> No. So two weeks later, he sent me a cassette of them playing "Heart of the Sunrise, and it blew my mind. Wow. It really did. It was was so beautifully done. And uh, the following week, they were going to be in Los Angeles. uh, They they, they created a documentary about themselves, and uh, would I get up and sing with them? I said, yeah. So I went into L.A. and sang with them. And then that continued with uh, me coming to Philadelphia in late January of all times. Bloody freezing. (laughs) I was was there with about 15 young teenagers and we were getting on well, very well. And we actually started doing some shows in and around Philadelphia, New York, and in fact, Pittsburgh. And that was the beginning. And over the years, we've actually done more tours uh, on the West Coast even. And even did one show, which was unbelievable. Uh, Again, these are teenagers... And they'd been begging me to do Awaken in the show. I said, no, no, let's just stay where we are. We know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And then the last show we did in on the West Coast, we actually said, okay, let's just do Awaken. No rehearsal. You say you know it. And it was so beautiful. It was amazing. My wife Jane was standing on the table, and there was hundreds of people just going crazy on it. So wow. So that was years ago. And uh, break up until last August. Uh, Paul got in touch with me, and he said... I've got now the Academy of Rock. I said, let's do it. So we went on tour. And uh, earlier this year, he said, well, let's go on again. So we actually went down to Florida. And I said, why don't we do Close to the Edge? Because these guys can play the damn thing. Yeah. And uh, we we had the best time. And so it's the 50th anniversary of the Close to the Edge album. So we're doing the whole album on tour now. And we're going to come and play in Philadelphia there later in July. So... Mm -hmm. To be with young people is is so brilliant. Uh first of all they're very very happy, very joyful, and very grateful. You know you can you can't be that, you know.
3: Well, you know it's an interesting thing because I see I'll I'll see yes album cover t-shirts being worn by uh you know by uh teenagers and and people I guess who have discovered uh, the the music. Um you know it it it's just yes is I think becoming one of those bands that is on the and perhaps what you're doing with uh with these uh with these younger musicians and singers is part of it, but do you sense that it's um it's now cracking um that age group and being rediscovered
11: well again you know you're working with young teenagers who can play the music for one thing and want to play it and I think that thank thank God we got Paul Green around and people like that to want to instill the the classic period of time which is a rock is still great music it still survives so it really works for me and that's the main
3: thing yeah i wanted to impress President commented we were talking about having you on and how excited uh we are to have you on and that your your voice has really is incredibly durable it sounds fantastic and you're what are you technically are you an, an like an alto tenor i, I guess soprano, maybe yeah, I'll ten Okay. i
11: ten hours. Okay. Okay. I'll ten
3: hours. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but I mean, do you, do you think that that has um, sort of uh, enabled you to keep a tremendous amount of your vocal capabilities intact, just simply that register?
11: Well, I'd, I'd actually watch, uh, you know, singers, especially opera singers, getting better by the time the 60s and 70s sometimes. And I'm now in my late 70s, and I'm still singing as good as I ever sang, in my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just love singing. I think that's part of the, the the trick is to just enjoy what you do.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. So, so the, the show that's going to be at the Keswick, um, um, it, 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 you sort of described it a little bit. What else can we expect?
11: Well, we. I like the idea of mashing up other bands' uh, music into a Yes song. So we do Zeppelin's um, "Kashmir," it's uh-huh. the longest one we'll around and we do um, Lenny Kravitz song um whatever it's called and we exactly <laughs> <the classic
9: trooper. laughs> you know,
11: it's, it's just a lot of fun making music when musicians can just turn around and start playing just like that right. know, really and they're brilliant they're they're seriously good I, I would do it you know, uh, I'm not silly.
0: John <laughs> you've, you've had this experience now with these these young musicians for you know the past 20 years or so but it's been within the past I don't know, uh, 10 years or more that, that with with YouTube and, and social media and these young musicians getting on and showing that they can play these complex pieces, uh, pieces of music like bands like yourself and like uh, Pink Floyd and Rush and all these progressive bands, which growing up for me, I consider to be the finest technical musicians alive. Uh, but these kids teens even sub teens are able to pull this stuff off and it makes me believe that you know that there there have always been these virtual virtuoso musicians out there we just never really were able to see them as well um but it's pretty aren't you amazed at the the talent that is out there
11: yeah i just got to push them to the front and say look at showbiz. you know kick it kick it out there you know because some of these guys you know they're Teenagers, you know, they're, you know, 16, 17 years old and they're just playing so damn good. And all, all they need to do, learn is a little bit of stage presence. And they started doing that. And it's, uh, it helps them and makes them feel good about what they do. And you wonder what they're going to be doing in five years time, <laughs> 10 years time with right. musicians, you know, yep. growing up so early with, uh, some classic music, you know.
3: I wanted to ask you, uh, John. You mentioned uh, Led Zeppelin, and uh, you know th- there was a lot of uh, Tolkien imagery. Uh, Lord of the Rings ended up in that music, and I know that yes was inspired a lot, uh, as are you, by uh, literary works, classic literary works. What, what what ends up in your? What do you turn to in the in literature to fuel your songwriting?
11: Wow, that's a question. Um... Generally, what I started reading in those very early days, along with Tolkien, was the uh, uh, called Vera Stanley Alder, uh, "The Finding of the Third Eye," uh, "The Initiation of the World," uh-huh. things like that. Kind of interesting that people try to study what, how the world came about, why it came about, and what it's all about. Is you know, just the general feeling that the the idea of traveling into Mars and Future future times are just going to be amazing. I'm a very big reader uh, of Michio Kaku. You can find him on YouTube talking about the most extraordinary things that we're going to be doing in the next twenty thirty years, and uh, I really believe there's a great future ahead.
0: That's good. That's a, we like hearing that, John. When people do ask you about some of those uh, songs of the you know the the, the big hits that people know. Uh, Wondering what what it's about, what that song was about. Which ones do you get asked about usually?
11: All of them.
9: All, <laughs> All of them. them. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh.
11: I know it's just the way it is. You, yeah. know, you write you write out out of the top of your head about what you think is happening in your heart, your soul. Right. I think that's what you sing about. That's what you write about, and. uh I just stay in that sort of lane of discovery. I love the idea that life is a total discovery, and the future is right here in our pathways, and everything's going to happen for us in every, every which way we want to do actually i've got to i've got to go put out a big shout out to the 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 plane crew from Philadelphia who picked uh, us up along with two hundred and fifty people in Dallas. Mm-hmm. We were flying from Dallas to Philadelphia, and our plane was held up for six hours. But we waited till midnight that night. It's only two days ago. And the crew that came to save us was a crew from Philadelphia, American oh. Airways.
0: God bless you. Ah, nice. Excellent. Excellent. Well, listen, everyone here is excited to see the show, uh, which will be at the Keswick Theater July 20th. It's a 50th anniversary tour of Close to the Edge. That's oh my hard God. to believe. Yeah. But amazing music yeah. and local musicians involved in this as well, too. So it's. Oh, easy. boy. Oh,
11: boy. Yeah. It's great talent up there you please come to see the show you'll have the best time
0: ever excellent john we love you thank you for coming on this morning we appreciate it
11: wish you well you guys take
0: care excellent john anderson guys Uh, yes, he's awesome and and was watching videos this morning of him with the uh the paul green rock academy young students pulling off these incredibly difficult time signatures and i mean some of that stuff was just Super-duper complex and cool, and John's voice sounds wonderful.
3: Well, you you made a good point, and and there's a correlation to, um, like, uh, for example, Steely Dan for years couldn't really tour um, because they had used the best of the best studio musicians, and they couldn't find people who could play that out and about. And so what happened is they sort of um, fed into young music students who were learning it and got good at it, so that allowed them to go out and, and start playing it in front of audiences. Yep. And yes, it's certainly massively complex.
0: Absolutely. So, uh, tickets available through Keswick Theatre. You can go to keswicktheater.com. That show is July 20th. Alright, let us take a break and return with some stories from the Bizarre File for you. We'll do that in a moment. Stay with us.
6: Yes, glad you asked hail storm
9: this is my church and these are my people beat Turnstile.
6: me to the New
7: music, more of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR.
0: Quick uh, text messages says, uh, good morning, it bro. Today's my first day back in the office since March 2020. Wow. But I can't listen to your show here during work. So the last four hours have been a slow hell. I'm going bonkers without hearing your voices. I keep turning to raise the volume on a radio that's not there. Save me, Greg in Center City. So, what's the, they're I not letting do anything for him? They're not letting him listen to. It. I don't know. Maybe it's we, a new job, or maybe it's I don't know. Yeah, that sucks.
3: There well, he can. Well, yeah, you can quit. You can quit. You can go ahead and There's, quit. There's you can listen on your yep. streaming device, your radio, you can YouTube mm-hmm. as well. A few different things. You can keep taking sm- quote unquote smoke
0: breaks and <laughs> slip out. Yeah. Uh, Or maybe you can, uh, on Instagram, you can just check uh, the highlights of the Daily Rush video or whatever and get your fix. That'll help you get through the day. But nonetheless, you can podcast this afterwards, so hang in there, bud. That's the way to go, yeah. All right, we do have Bizarre Files stories to share, so here we go. Now,
1: WMMR presents
0: Kristen and Steve's [SSSS2] Bizarre Bizarre Files. Brought to you by Horizon Services. Buy a new cooling and heating system from Horizon Services and get up to 1000 bucks back. And Horizon will install that new system as soon as tomorrow, or it's free. And you can book online in seconds at horizoneasybook.com. Atlanta police are investigating a shooting. Left one woman dead, another in critical condition at a Metro Atlanta subway store. The reason for the shooting? Too much mayonnaise on the sandwich. Oh, my God. Somebody's dead and somebody's in critical condition. Atlanta police responded to a Circle K gas station calls about a shooting. When they arrived, they learned two female employees had been shot after a dispute about the amount of mayonnaise on a customer's Subway sandwich. Police said the woman who was killed was 26 years old. A 24-year-old employee was shot in front of her 5-year-old son and is now in critical condition.
3: Do Do you consider how many murders you reported
0: on or attacks, assaults, over condiments food. and fast food, mm-hmm. it's insane. A relative said that the victim was hit twice after she pushed her son under the counter to keep him from being hurt. A co-owner of the subway said that a third worker shot uh, shot at the gunman. And uh, Willie Glenn said uh, he didn't hit the guy, but he put up a little fight. A 36 year old man has since been arrested. Police have not identified him. Uh, there was something wrong with the sandwich, police said. Uh, that made him so upset, and he decided to take his anger out on the two employees here. Atlanta police officer said that uh, this was a case of someone with a gun who didn't know how to resolve conflict without resorting to violence. I'd say so. Messed up. Yeah, horrible. All right, we need we need a palate cleanser. Uh, the video. Of this is hilarious. A large, friendly black dog wanted all the attention. And pets during a national women's soccer game between Chile and Venezuela. <laughs> so cute. During the game in La Granja Stadium, the dog ran onto the field and then demanded belly rubs from the Chilean <laughs> goalkeeper referee. Like it laid down and it's like shows yeah, his stomach, yeah. like, come on. Yeah, every time give me some love here. Yeah. And uh so the crowd cheered as the dog ran across the field. A Chilean player managed to pick up the friendly pup and carry it off so that the game could resume. Alright, I don't think this is our local Lansdale, but a Lansdale woman has been charged with indecent exposure exposure after she was allegedly found walking uh, without any clothes on from the waist down. Uh, Police were dispatched for a report of a female walking semi-nude with no clothing from the waist down. She was porky-pigging it. Okay. Uh, Dispatch reported... Multiple people had called about the woman, and once outside, police reported multiple bystanders pointing towards the female who was ultimately located. Ma'am, you have some liverwurst stuck to your privates. Oh, the-
3: my God. Uh...
9: <laughs>
0: <laughs> the woman was identified from uh, prior police <clears throat> contact to 35-year-old Gloria Harple. Police said Harple initially stated she had taken off her pants and thrown them down a storm drain, though she later made different statements regarding what happened to her pants, including... That snakes had eaten them. Got those goddamn pants-eating
3: snakes! You know, I was wondering. President, initially, we had this conversation about what to do when you're in a crisis situation and there's no toilet paper in the stall. Mm-hmm. And I was wondering if this might have been, a oh, s- yeah, yeah, an
0: incident like uh, that. She was the just clothing. too embarrassed. So too she embarrassed. Came up with the snakes. Right, the snakes ate ate my clothing. Uh, the report describes Arpaio as sweating profusely with she was lying about the snakes. constricted pupils, and adds that she was making nonsensical outbursts. I meant beavers. Yeah. Uh, In addition to the indecent exposure charge, she's charged with summary counts of public drunkenness and disorderly conduct. Uh, In England, a council meeting was dramatically interrupted when a senior police officer dashed from the room because he had to chase down a suspected shoplifter who was outside. (coughs) Uh, The alleged thief was spotted running away with goods from the Iceland store. Uh, Inspector Sean Flavel had been fielding questions from counselors at Monday's meeting, When the man ran down the road with a staff member in hot pursuit and the inspector just said, look after my stuff. He dropped everything and then ran. Uh, The counselor, Lisa Smart, who was chairing the committee, uh, said, I do not recall anything like that happening during a council meeting before. uh, Before being called in. I've got to go enforce the law. Watch my stuff. Inspector. My stuff. Inspector Flavel had been answering questions about the potential for a community speedwatch scheme.
3: Flavel, this is Lieutenant Flavin.
0: Uh, police said that the alleged offender dropped the stolen goods and no arrest. Well, that's commitment been made. Yes, yeah. he, he saw they needed to do it. Here's another story out of the UK: a pilot uh, averted disaster by spotting Peppa Pig walking across a busy runway. The jet pilot... I thought that thing was fictitious. uh, ...contacted air traffic control after touching down at Manchester Airport to report we've got a Peppa Pig balloon on the runway. The three-foot pink inflatable could have caused damage to passenger jets if it had been sucked into an engine, so emergency crews raced for around 15 minutes to catch it. Uh, Plane spotter Glenn Ramsey captured the dramatic moment on camera while watching planes... Ah! ...land with his son, Ollie, from the airport's viewing park... Uh, he said, we couldn't believe it. The balloon had legs on it, so it actually looked like Peppa Pig was walking across the runway. <laughs> We're looking at it. It yeah. does Doesn't kind it? of look like a real thing. Yeah, it was crossing the pilot's path, Good which God, is that's a Peppa Pig. which is what uh, caused him to make the radio call. It definitely could have used some uh, caused some damage if it caught in the engine. By the way, they, they mentioned uh, plane spotters. Do we have, you think we have those out here? I like, would imagine, like right? Like in Philly that yeah. hang out at the airport and watch the planes land and take off? Oh, yeah. I wonder if yeah. you do. Right?
2: Yeah, there's a there's a specific spot that you can... Oh, uh, really? Right? Yeah, Kathy's yeah. there all
0: the time. <laughs> like,
2: no, but that you, can, Mifflin, right? yeah, you, uh, you can stand there and um, like the... The planes are like, oh, you're right by the runway, so you're getting getting them right as they land.
0: When I go to the airport to pick somebody up or drop somebody off, if I have extra time and I'm parking, yeah, I will go up on the roof, yeah. I will park, and I will get out and I will just watch those things come in and leave. Sometimes, it's m- pretty cool. Do you remember the time we
3: were at Fort Mifflin? Yeah. think we were setting up for one of our haunted excursions. Yeah, and we happened the 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 flight path was directly there. I mean, not that you could touch them, but you felt as if you could reach yeah. up and touch them as you they were, were coming right over. Yeah, right over. It
0: looked like you could definitely throw a rock up there, yeah, and hit yeah, them if you wanted to. So we were all dressed as Peppa Pig. Do you remember? I remember yeah. it fondly. It was before. It was pre Peppa Pig fame. Like we were ahead. <laughs> That's of the right. Curve. We were really ahead of the curve. That's all we have time for. That's the bizarre file for you. But Kathy Ooh. is going to titillate you with a number <laughs> with a number caller right that now. A word uh, <laughs> for the secret text word, Kathy titillate. 10. All right, call number 10. San. All right, Good word. 215-263-WMMR, and let's see if you know the secret text word. 10. 10. 10. Call now, call number 10, and we'll grab our random texter as well. Come back with Lesson Question, Trash and Music News. Stay with us.
6: Get social with Preston and Steve and WMMR. Find us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and probably other places.
0: Krista, she's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring—a bright white, high-quality round brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under seven hundred dollars. Online at i or at the other corner of Eighth and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's i hate
6: now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: Warm today, eighty-eight degrees and sunshine. Headed at independence mall in a little while. Wawa Hoagie Day. Hope to see you there. Both Casey and I in attendance with uh, well let's face it, thousands of people. Yes. And tons and tons of free hoagie stays. Gonna be a pretty sweet too. We hope that you will be there. Um we before we do anything else need to get a winner. Uh, for a secret text word today and we were looking for the tenth caller and I believe that's Mike. Hey Mike, how you doing? Hey Kenny, where'd you get that hat? <laughs> <laughs> I had somebody ask me that recently. i <laughs> <you get> tell <laughs> so, say it was from somebody else. Somebody said, Oh, I'm, a friend of mine told me to ask you where you got that hat. I'm like, okay, I got it. <laughs> Mike, what's the secret text word, man? That is hydrogen. Hydrogen. Yep, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. buddy, hang on the line. And you, sir, just got yourself some tickets, a four-pack of tickets for the 2022 Philly Balloon and Music Festival, which is taking place this weekend in Glenmore, PA, Chester County. And there'll be over 40 hot air balloons, activities for the kids, live music, local beer and wine, food trucks, including Burgers by Wild Witch, on-site, and uh, Mike, I believe it was, just yep. stopped by here and dropped off a bunch of Burgers by Wild Witch uh, t-shirts and stuff. Uh, And they will be there, it's Saturday through Monday, and tickets and information at phillyballoonfest.com. And we also want to uh, give away one randomly, and that is to Russell Freeman, who's from Orland, PA. And we're also going to give him a a four-pack of tickets for the Balloon and Music Festival, which is this weekend. And thanks again to Burgers by Wild Witch uh, for dropping off the goods. All right, today's lesson question, we are going to give away a pair of tickets as we present the show with Bill Burr, who will be performing at um, Wells Fargo Center on September 16th. So the question is... I think we have to go this morning, is what movie was Ron Perlman in? Two one five two six three wmmr It's not just one of his movies. No, There's no. one in particular. And if you've been listening, then you know what it is. All right. What movie was Ron Perlman in? Two one five two six three wmmr Come on. Give us a call. The trash
1: business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With
0: Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, it's brought to you by Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. You can protect your home from water damage, cracks in your foundation, and mold with Dry Tech Waterproofing Solutions. Preston and Steve listeners, you get 15% off when you mention our show. So do it. Go to Corp. Dot com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Ethan
3: Hawke and Pedro Pascal are set to star in director Pedro Almodovar's answer to *Brokeback Mountain*. The movie reportedly focuses on a quote forbidden relationship between two aging cattlemen, and will be called *Rim Job Ranch*. Oh my God. Mm. Pretty wild. Dakota Johnson addressing the rumors of a feud with her Fifty Shades co-star Jamie Dornan, saying they are incredibly close. Fanning tells Vanity Fair that it's impossible not to to develop a special bond with someone when you're spending 12 hours a day with them teabagging
9: you. There you go.
3: And finally, this is pretty wild. 67-year-old John Hinckley Jr. issues an apology to Jodie Foster. During his first televised interview since attempting to assassinate President Reagan, Hinckley also says that now that he's no longer mentally ill, he has time to focus on his soon to be wife, Tatum O'Neill. Oh,
0: wow. And that's your Hollywood All righty. We shall see if we can find an answer to this question. What movie was Ron Perlman in? 215 263. WMMR is the number. And it looks like we're going to go to TJ for the answer. Hey, TJ, good morning. Hey, how you doing? Good. All right. What was the movie Ron Perlman was in? Um, is it Trouble with the Family
14: back
0: east? No, that's not the one we were looking for. Sorry, bud. Uh, Close. Is, Close. That is that a movie? movie he was in? I, I have know. no idea. All right. No, it's like I said. You had, you had to have heard it earlier this morning in order to uh, get what we were talking about. Uh, I'm gonna go to Shauna. Hey, Shauna.
11: Hello.
0: Hi, Shauna. Uh, do you know the answer? I do. Is it sense and sensibility? No. It's oh, close. No. Else. Kathy had mentioned that <laughs> around yeah. that time, but that is not the one that we are referring to, and we will go next to Dan to see if we can get an answer. Hey, Dan. Oh, uh, we
5: freaking lost. Dan, oh my God. I,
0: mean, I thought I heard him for a second did. there. We did, but
5: um, our phone lines are doing this funny thing. It's a joke. Uh, where they drop out of nowhere. Oh
0: my God. That's Isn't that so funny? <laughs> uh, I love it. Uh, yeah, we've been having issues. It's a with great feature, by the way. Phones for a few weeks now. Yeah. And uh, that really sucks. But kind of phone driven show. Our friends are working on it. Our engineering friends are working our on it. Friends. But unfortunately, it's the phone uh, company that's having the problem. So, all right, let's try Megan then. Hey, Megan.
11: Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Uh, Megan, what movie was Ron Perlman in?
2: Uh, Pacific Rim. Yeah. Yeah. Hang on, Megan.
0: We're going to give you a pair of tickets as the Preston and Steve show presents Bill Burr. Slight return on Friday, September 16th. Wells Fargo Center tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Preston and Steve's
1: music news on 93.3 WMMR.
0: Yeah! Yeah! All right, It is brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. The only way uh, to top a sub is with real red wine vinegar made with real grapes. And the only way to get it is at Jersey Mike's because authentic ingredients make a sub above. Uh, set for release July 8th exclusively at independent record stores is the expanded version of Pearl Jam's 2020 album Gigaton with an entire bonus disc of the album performed live. The new tour edition of the set features all 11 of the album's tunes the band have tackled live cold from their fall 2021 performances at the Sea Here Now Festival on the Jersey Shore and Eddie Vedder's Ohana Festival in California. Uh, spin.com posted the songs are presented in a different order than on Gigaton with Superblood Wolfmoon opening the disc mm. and whoever said moving from the first to ninth spot in the running order. Uh, the song Comes Then Goes is not present as the band has yet to perform it live for unknown reasons. Uh, Pearl Jam's 10 Club fan organization will get the jump at ordering the live discs at a standalone as a standalone item. Uh, Pro Jam is currently on tour in Europe. They perform uh, tomorrow in Belgium at the Rock Werchter Festival. Uh, their next North American date is set for September first. They'll be in Quebec City. They are—they're uh, huge in Belgium. Oh, are they? <laughs> no, it's from singles. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're huge in Belgium. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. So that would play. I wonder if he throws That's that line out there, Citizen Dick. Yeah, when they go there, touch, touch me on I'm Dick. Dick. <laughs> Well, is it Paul Staley getting caught apparently lip-syncing during Kiss's June six gig in Antwerp, Belgium? <gasps> Belgium. They're big in Belgium. Big in Belgium. Wow. Uh, wasn't bad enough. Kiss is once again the laughing stock of their detractors. Classic Rock reported that
9: <laughs>
0: the embarrassing mistake that took place on Sunday at the Stadthalle in concert uh, in Vienna, Austria. And according to a, an article, it said at the end of the band set, the production people did what they normally do. They flashed up a message on the screens thanking fans for their attendance and said, we love you, Vienna. So far, so good. But the ultimate faux pas was, it said, well, that was the plan. What they actually did was thank fans for their attendance with the KISS logo set against the Australian flag.
9: Uh, oh, man, really? <laughs>
0: that's the Australia that's on the other side of the world from Austria. <laughs> I might have taken that as a joke, an intentional joke, were I in that audience. I love this. Uh, the person who wrote the article <laughs> wrote two extra letters, but so much distance. <laughs> so, yeah, that was oops on their part. Does any photo, uh, footage exist of that Paul Stanley? Um, I haven't seen any of the, of the, of the when the lip syncing mm-hmm. thing happened, so the, the backing track.
3: Gene Simmons had made a thing about castigating bands that use, you know, click tracks and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, yeah. We
0: do have that audio
5: uh, somewhere around here. So? uh Yeah, because when we were, when did that happen? Was that last week?
0: Yeah, I think so yeah. yeah, we
5: were talking about it last week. Um, I'm gonna
3: figure
0: out. Surprised. I think this lipsticking we have that. I mean, it's,
3: it'd be a visual
5: thing. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. All right. Uh, do you have it? Yeah. Okay. Here we go. All right, it's, it's hard to tell what's yeah. going on with Sounds that. Great. I am yeah. I'm, 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 I'm
8: filming it with my phone. <laughs> All right.
0: Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. Def Leppard are in the beauty business. The rockers have released a line of makeup. Yes. Ooh, Kathy. <laughs> makeup brushes, cosmetic cases, and candles.
9: Okay. The mm.
0: Def Leppard X Rocks, Rock and Roll Beauty collaboration is available exclusively at, collab. at Ulta stores. Oh, well, that's actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. For Def Leppard,
2: though? Actually, people going to buy it? Yeah. yeah
0: the, the products in the line are... <laughs> Could anyone dissuade you from using the Slayer stuff you use now? <laughs> the products in the line are cruelty-free and vegan products and range in prices from $9 to $20. Huh. Most of the products come in eye-catching packaging featuring Def Leppard's logo and album cover art uh, from their new project, Diamond Star Halos which was released in May.
2: Oh, there's a cool uh, cassette tape cosmetic bag.
0: That's okay. really nice.
2: <laughs> it's cute.
0: What if it turned out to be like the greatest cosmetic products <laughs> ever, ever made? Right? And it's they've got the Def Leppard branding Portion on it. Some sugar on me. Mm. They're do, they're, there's a, when I get up in the morning, you know, sometimes commercials run on, on regular schedules. Yeah. And when I'm getting in the shower, like, you know, four o'clock in the morning, uh, there's, a, there's a tea, I think it's Pure Leaf Tea, that uh, it's poor low sugar for me. Uh, yes. I'm like, all right, fellas, <laughs> that yep. time in your there career, you, you just make, yeah. make those extra bucks. Go uh, for it, man. Poor low <laughs> sugar on me. People were raving about the show
4: over the weekend.
10: The, oh you know, yeah, Steph
4: Leppard and yeah, uh, Jackie mm-hmm. Bam was going nuts. Sarah Parker said it was amazing. I think you know, it was two years of build up for this uh, for that concert. But um, yeah, they, apparently it was just a
0: great time. Oh, that's I've, cool. I've seen them several times. This is a great show. Yeah, you know half you know the majority of the songs you know. Yeah, sing along right? to them. Yeah. yeah, and they've they've got it down to a science. They know how to make it happen. So, all right. And then one last thing is a David Rush video that I want to mention, and it's ever clear. Uh, the full three-song set and interview. That was a lot of fun. Art Alex Act has told some amazing stories about writing songs, dealing with the record industry, and said some really nice things about WNMR. Uh If you want to see, be the first to see the new Daily Rush, just, sub- just subscribe to our YouTube channel. And it is sponsored by Xfinity's GigSpeed Internet. And you can learn more at Xfinity.com. Giggity, 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 giggity. All right, there you right. go. I don't know why that cracks me up, but it does. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment, wrap it up, and uh, Pierre Robert hey. uh, will be here. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment.
6: Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com.
0: Stevensinger.com.
6: Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast.
0: The Preston and Steve Show, coming to a close. Um, I got some thank yous to do because we had a couple of people on the program today. I uh, would like to thank Mr. Jack Osborne for yeah. joining us. Hey. Fright Club returns for round two tomorrow at 1 uh, 10 p.m. on Travel Channel. And Discovery Plus. We had a quick conversation with him. a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, also, Mr. John Anderson, lead singer of the band Yes, uh, joined us. He's performing at Keswick Theater uh, on the 20th and Ardmore Music Hall, actually, in August as well. Tickets available at keswicktheater.com. And uh, he's involving the Paul Green Academy of Music students. So these are teenagers. Yeah, they're doing a great job. That are the backing band. Yeah. And they do an incredible job. So it's cool. And we had a fun conversation with him. Which was nice. Pierre Robert is indeed here. How are you doing? Hello, now? hello. Nice to see you, sir. And to be. I think we have something for you. We oh. do. Um, but let's do the letter of the day yes, first, kay. and then we'll uh, reveal that. Here we go.
1: Preston and Steve on ninety-three-three WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter.
0: All right, the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter...
1: Oh, as in outrageous.
0: Yes. All right, we have two more letters to go, giving away a father-daughter road trip to the shore package, including... A $600 Airbnb gift card, a $100 Wawa gift card for gas, and a $50 Acme gift card for snacks. This is from Don't Make Me Go, starring John Cho. As a single father who takes an unforgettable cross-country road trip with his reluctant teenage daughter, they discover new levels of their love and the unexpected twists and turns that life has in store. It's available on Amazon Prime Video on Friday, July 15th, and that is rated R, so we'll give that away uh, that prize away on Friday. Now, I don't know what this is, but Nick says he has something for you. Yeah, so there's uh, two
4: bits of setup. Um, years ago, you did a an appearance on television, I believe it was Fox uh, 29, uh, to promote Star Trek. And you've long lamented uh, that the outfit that you wore didn't fit you quite properly. And But you love Star Trek, and uh, so you, you gladly did the promotion. There's a listener named Brian Carlisle. He's a great guy. He sent uh, uh, all of us a few things over the years. And uh, he thought of you specifically for this, Pierre. This is—it's a, a nice gesture. So I'm just going to give it to you, and you can—you can describe what it is. <laughs> All right, Nick All right. is Thanks.
7: reaching into a bag and pulling out a Star Trek Spock. Is this the upper uniform. that yes. costume. Like so,
4: so because you're in much better shape now than you were when you did that promo, uh, you can he, won- he, he figures you can wear it again, and but but look oh. better while you're doing it. Also. He oh sent you a whole god. bunch of tribbles. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, and the trouble with tribbles, and and included in the package is tribble poop. So, <laughs> oh uh, my god! If he figured as a, as a Star Trek fan, you would appreciate it. You'd look better this time around, and you can have a little bit there of fun you with tribbles. Go. Nick, can
0: I have a tribble? You, going you. over? To Are me. they edible?
4: There you go. The tri- uh, the poop. Oh, no, uh, yeah. no.
7: Uh, well, it, Yes, oh. they are. They're candy. It, uh, that's what I'm thinking. It's candy right. poop. Or yeah, it's candy. yummy root beer flavored candy. You want some, Kathy? <laughs>
2: no, that's okay. Thank you. No, <laughs>
7: you cannot
0: avoid this, the trek. This tribal has a skirt on it. Yeah, yeah. that's uh, that's not a true triple, And right. it's got a, a WMMR uh, button on oh, it. Oh, now right. I see. It's got a little tie-dye on it, too. too. Yeah, a little tie-dye skirt. Very nice. That makes sense now. Oh, you can take these off. Okay. Right,
7: that's this cute. is incredibly nice, Brian. Thank you so nice. much. That the is Trouble wonderful. With Tribble was a great episode. Yeah. Steve and I have been discussing the new start, the newest Star Trek, which is Strange New Worlds,
3: which is uh, just brilliant. Do you love it? Yeah, I love it. It's it. my favorite of the of the current iterations. Yeah. It has the the feel of the original Star Trek. Yeah. Which I love.
7: Yeah, it's so cool. Uh, and it's got the Enterprise. Yes. Got, I just Looking love it. better than it's ever looked. I love the Enterprise. Yeah. I love it. What are you throwing that I was trying away to get the trouble in the box over there. Oh. You're trying to get trouble it's your box of trebles. Get out of trouble. I think get that was a. a treble.
0: Grateful Dead song. Uh,
7: that could be a dead Box song. full <laughs> of trebles.
0: Box full of trebles. <laughs> <laughs>
9: oh. <full of> <laughs> <laughs> Sugar
7: Mac Triple. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There it is. Wow. And triple poop on top of it. Oh, well, That's well, very nice. doesn't get any better. Thank yeah. you, Brian. Very, very nice. Uh, Appreciate it.
0: What's up on the program on today? On
7: the program yeah. today, we'll get in trouble, but there'll be no Tribbles, but we will have um, Van Halen and Linkin Park and... A block of triumph. Oh.
0: Oh. Somebody was just texting about triumph earlier this morning. Nick, did you see that I earlier? Did, yeah, yeah. They, they, triumph they, is great. It was just weird. But, uh, great timing on your part, Pierre, because they just were asking
4: us to play some, but now they're going to have it on your show. If you oh. find their name, I will add them yeah. to It's
6: the a C. D'Amico. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh-huh.
0: Yeah, Chuck and I are some of the, the big. Uh, uh, Triumph fans around here. We will here.
7: fight the power. Love it. And uh, that'll, that'll be fun. And speaking of twirling, I have a pair of Dead & Company tickets at Pierre's Good Citizens Park
0: on July 10th. Oh. So we'll have some fun. Love it. Alright, i got to thank our sponsors. President Steve show brought to you today by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors, Acme. Official grocery store of the President's Steve Show, also brought to you by Doug Donuts, the official coffee of the President's Steve Show, and by Polar Seltzer, YB Flat, when you can sparkle. Uh, tomorrow's program, a Thursday, we will have Robert Irvine on the program. We will celebrate Ann Gorski's actual birthday. <laughs> <How> amazing. <laughs> Not May the Gorski with no. you. No. The actual birthday is tomorrow. And uh, Casey and I are on our way out the door right now. We are headed to Independence Mall. It is Wawa Hoagie Day. Come and join us today. Awesome. Noon to two for all the festivities. That is it. We are done. Rage on and have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Preston and
1: Steve. 3 3
8: WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat by two to bat two by bappa dooga guy bopadop!